Welcome to the Intoxicated Podcast, a weekly comedy talk show that dives into the personal lives of comedians, experts, and creators. I'm your host, Sarah McClellan, a very amateur stand-up comedian and self-proclaimed sad girl. It's the comedy podcast with a lot of heart. Feel hard and talk hard. This is the Intoxicated Podcast. Ooh, welcome back, everybody, to the Intoxicated Podcast. Back for another episode this week. Woo, woo, woo. Can you feel the excitement through the mic? I'm just radiating excitement. It's not like I, I slept for, for like an hour after work, you know, at all. Doesn't sound like that at all. My voice doesn't. I was going to say, you look like you're glowing today. Really? I feel and look like garbage. <laughs> so, glowing garbage. <laughs> glowing garbage. <laughs> I think the glow is probably sweat. Um, <laughs> I've been battling a little bit of a cold lately. Stay away from me. But I actually, I feel much better today. Um, it's mostly like just feeling a bit stuffed up in my head. Like, you know, like oh. when you have like sinuses and you, ha- and you can tell. Like- I have sinuses. Yeah. <laughs> when you have sinus, is that not the right way to say it? When you have sinus pain, is that the right way to say it? Like when you have allergies and like yeah. only your sinuses are dead. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all like to the front of your head. That's yeah. kind of how I feel right now. But yesterday was way worse. I was like, Sarah, we cannot do this intro I was yesterday. Like, I love I love this. I just go to bed <laughs> at 8 p.m. <laughs> but I slept a lot yesterday, and I think that that helped me feeling better today. So, But it is what it is. We're here. We're doing it. We just had Halloween. Very chill Halloween. It was, but I loved it. I mean, my Halloween seemed like it wasn't as chill as other years because i went oh, out the night before right. you did yeah you went out you and socialized then, but with the the halloween night that we had was really chill yeah so we did little 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 very short instagram live because i don't know why i didn't think through oh let's do makeup and try to stream at the same time and talk to people who aren't talking back <laughs> uh, it's just live streams are tough but yeah we tried we tried to do a stream but the the thing is is sometimes I just want to not be on and I just want to hang out with a friend. And that's yeah. kind of what we ended up doing. <laughs> and it was so fun. Yeah. We brought in a Ouija board. Yes, we did. This week's episode, we have the return of stand up comedian, friend of mine, hilarious man, Dan Hendrickson. And Dan has a album out today everybody right fucking now so you need to go you need to listen to this episode but also listen to his album it is called last call and it is available wherever you stream comedy albums so spotify apple music um i presume i'll be on top of my shit and add a link to the description of this episode when it comes out um, you know, whenever I get up and it's out and I can add a link because <laughs> it's not out as we record this, but it will be out when you hear this. So that was really fun. So Dan came over, Dan's been on the show. So there's a little backstory on Dan. Um, I did a 12 hour live stream many, many years ago and I had only freshly met 
Andrew Vaughn and we were just like really fresh friends and then he's like well you gotta you gotta like talk to Dan and Travis too and so I had this live stream and I invited both Dan and Travis on Dan's segment was a first date segment with me so literally there's a video on the internet that exists of me and Dan on a first date oh my god I love that and where when he comments in the episode about me meeting me and I had just thrown up it's because it was a 12-hour live stream so I started at like noon and I went until like 3 a.m or something insane like that I don't even remember wild and I had been drinking during the day and by the time that Dan was coming over I was a little drunk and I literally had to vomit before I met Dan. Like, right before he, <laughs> I met him. So, like, it's just really funny. But he's be- also been on a couple other episodes, too. So, he did an episode with Travis a while back. And he's done the um, 15-hour live stream that I did in the summer of 2020, which was a virtual one. But this was his first solo, real life, in studio, just Dan and I, episode And I had a grand old time with Dan Hendy. It was fun. I mean, it sounds fun. (laughs) You weren't here for this one. I wasn't here for this one. I forgot, but it sounded fun when I listened to the episode. It was very much so like two friends catching up over a beer, which is exactly the mood that Dan gives you whenever you hang out with Dan. I felt like I was in the mood for that. I wasn't even here. Just a fun, goofy guy. Fun, goofy guy. We had some great chats. He really killed the segments. Oh my gosh. It it was it was a damn good time. A Dan good time. A Dan good no. time. It was a <laughs> Dan good time. I saw that process in your mind. Yeah. Damn, Dan, Dan. It was a, a Dan. Okay. Anyways, I love that for you. I love that for me. I had such a blast with Dan. So you have to check out his new comedy album. We actually uh, will have a contest going to give away some tickets to a show that Dan will be doing here in Halifax. So if you leave a five-star review for Intoxicated on iTunes, and if it's really, really good, Dan and I are going to pick our favorite. And you could get two tickets to the Good Robot comedy show on... November 12th and 13th, although it'll just be one of those nights. So just to confirm, you're not, not going to get two tickets for both nights, I assume, um, at 8 p.m. And that is with Dan and Luba Magnus and Claire Belford. So there you go. So leave you can leave Intoxicated a review and help out the podcast and get yourself some comedy tickets. How fun is that? How fucking fun is and that? And then you can have yourself. A Dan. A Dan. Good time. So, yeah, definitely check out the album. Give us a five-star review. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast wherever you listen. Uh, Check out the YouTube channel. And I think that's it. Is that it? That's it, bro. Oh, you can totally still send us questions and voicemails. Please do that. Questions and voicemails and send us your voice. Send us your voice speakpipe.com backslash intoxicated podcast and you can also email your questions rants stories life advice questions anything like that to intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com or send us a dm or a message really you can ask us in in any way you like you can ask me in person and just give me permission to say it on the podcast that works too um but yeah this was a 
fucking such a fun episode and i can't wait for you guys to hear it so please enjoy this week's episode with the hilarious dan hendrickson never could learn twice that she did me wrong drinking songs don't give the best advice so if you're thinking you can drown this heartache you've got a lot more to lose if you're stuck between a rock and a hard place you ain't going through the time it takes for healing Painful old some feeling before you give your heart to someone new. You better better you. That bar you used like for me with down. them yeah. to go up, and Adrian was like, they want to do a witch's cutting Halloween with the show, and I was like. Yes. Yeah. I take moon That's baths once a month. Moon water baths. I'm in. Like, <laughs> All right, what's a moon water bath? You know Travis's joke with the moon, wa- moon water. Put water in a jar and you let the moon charge it. Is that what it is? And then you, But you can dilute that down like it's a concentrate at that point? No, you just keep the jar of moon water and you can put it in your bath to like... As like a bath bomb. With you can bomb. drink the moon water. You can use it in your bath. You can water your plants with it. Yeah. Is there like any intention that you put on the moon water when you put it in you're, there or take it out? You're supposed like, to. Okay. You're supposed to mm, manifest whether that's say out loud or think think about. I find saying it out loud kind of weird. Um, so things you want to release okay. from your life and things you want to bring in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm for it. If you like it, placebos work. I'm for it. But it's, that's, that's my thing. I just that's go. fucking dumb. I go. It's. <laughs> I just go. It's dumb. Yeah. But why not? Oh, yeah. One hundred percent. I'm for it. But yeah, I don't know. You wouldn't catch me doing it. Biologic is like what of like oceans and like lakes and stuff. You know, the, that's, like that's, they're that's, soaked that's, in the moon. That's what. That's what Travis's whole thing is. Because it's the obvious point. He's not that good. It's the first thing. Oh my god, there's another thing that my friend pitched to me to do, which was like, uh, you gotta put your menstrual blood yeah. back into the earth every month. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> like put that? it, like, just out, like, I guess where trees are growing or, like, in the dirt. But I just go, like, I'm, like, a cloddy bitch, so I feel like if someone walked by that, they would just go, what died here? <laughs> That's fine. And you know what? Something did die. Yes. Yeah. An egg. An egg. An egg died. So this is obviously like, but this is a diva cup scenario, right? You're not like this is you're what not everyone's like throwing no, loose tampons. Apparently, in the woods. well, a free bleed. Not everyone uses diva cup. I don't, I've never used a diva cup. I, I'm using all the words I know right now. There's diva cups, tampons. That's really about it. Pads. Pads for light days. There. Oh, and then there's period underwear. What are they specific or just a pair? You're like fuck these. There's guys. these. There's there's period underwear that. You just it just soaks up your. It's just like a, a pad in period form. Yeah. Uh, and now they're. How saying, do you clean that? Uh, apparently, just in the wash. Just Bye. like you would clean everything else. Yeah, with the whites or with the colors. <laughs> <laughs> that seems terrifying. Just to throw a bunch of loose blood into any washing machine. Oh my god! You okay. have shared laundry here. You can't be doing that. I'm trying to work on a joke where it's like, yeah, the period underwear that uh, they're now coming out saying you can also pee in it. Like We're on, this is depends at this like, point. Like yeah, who would buy that, right? Yeah, you can also pee in it. <laughs> like, 
What a crazy thing to buy. I I, I can't. <laughs> Why? Do you have you ever been in a position like, oh my god, I wish I could just piss in my underwear? No, right but now. I have sneezed and stuff. Has that's come a out. thing that's happened. Yeah, I, well, not that I would know, but I've heard of this happening before. It doesn't. I don't think it really happens for guys. Is it a woman thing? I think so. I mean, is it an older woman thing? Because I this is something I've only experienced in the last couple of years. You'd be surprised how little I talk to young women about their vaginas, <laughs> let alone old women. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I I've heard and there's like it's a like a bit where comics would be like, oh, I just peed myself a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know my mom couldn't bounce on the trampoline for a very long time before she had to get off. But I don't know. I just know that I've I've lost control of it every now and then. And they would come in handy, like. Well, I guess concerts aren't really a thing anymore. But like you know, when you're at a concert and you're up front, and you can't, you don't want to leave because, yeah. like, if you could just pee in your pants, and it would be great. Yeah, or yeah, or if you're wearing a skirt, just let it happen. Let just, it just drip down. Just go down, or just I don't know. In my brain, you could push real hard and it would shoot straight. Oh, it's tough though. I gotta say, peeing yeah. as a lady is. is what about tough. one of them cut like the urinal things, like a. I've heard about those. You could just slap that on. I just know because, like, I haven't gone to a lot of big concerts, but last when I was at Oceaga, like, every time one of the, the friends had to pee, we would just circle around, and then we'd just piss in the spot. Or we'd all go shoulder to shoulder, and we'd all just pee directly down and have, like, this big, gross circle. That's not super cool thing to do, but... <laughs> We uh, we didn't lose our spot for Cage the Elephant, and we all got to stay together. Fuck yeah! No, it's fucking dope! Yeah, and guess what? One of our buddies had to go pee, and he wandered off, and we lost him for 36 hours. So. That's fucking hilarious. Are concerts going to be the same anymore? Yeah, of course. They'll be back, and they'll be twice as good, because everybody be so thankful That's kind of how I see it. Yeah, it's, they'll be back. There's no way they're not going to be back. But, like, I don't know, yeah. it's I haven't been to one in a while. Makes me sad. I, th- I don't think anybody's... Re- oh, in PEI, we got, like, a... Uh, we got a new really cool venue that opened up called the Trailside Music Hall. And we had like oh, nice. a bunch of dope concerts. But they're not like concert concerts. They're like sit-down concerts. So it's a real fucking tease. But it's like like 150 people in there. It's like it's pretty tight. But everybody's mm. sitting down. And it's like more of a casual listening room vibe. But like got to see a bunch of cool shows there. But it's one of those things where it's like if we could get these tables out it's here, not we could quite have a the really same. good fucking time. Yeah. Uh, dancing's back at Hillfox Bars. But you got to wear a mask. Which I think is in that. That's that's fine. It's yeah. got to be tricky because, like, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people like drinking with their masks down that's and then slapping it back thing. up. Like, how do you? You just kind of and then you take a sip. I'm sure it's like 80 percent of people rocking it on the chin and then p- pulling it up every once in a while. What's your? Uh, well, actually, let's fucking introduce you. <laughs> let's do it. Since you Before snuck up on me, I, I like I saw all the bars going and stuff. I'm like, I feel like we might be recording. I'm like, nah, she let me know. <laughs> I feel like it's podcast no, no, rape. No, it's it, podcast rape to no, hit record no, before no. before telling a guest. It's the proper thing. You're supposed to do it because it'd be so natural. If like in three, two, two one. one. Um. Oh my gosh. I'm I'm wildly excited for this. This was an unexpected surprise, but a welcomed one. Mm. Uh, I am here with hilarious stand-up comedian Dan Hendrickson. Hello, everyone. Thank you no, for having me, Sarah. I was also really going to say you're it. one half of one of my favorite couples. You and yeah. Claire. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I should clarify. You, it's him and Claire, yeah. not him and Travis. You like that's my, you also like, a great I, That's what I was gonna say. I was like, <laughs> me and Travis. I'm like, what? I don't know. I mean, we are wearing boys club t-shirts. It's wildly we appropriate. Are. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I date a lady named Claire, and she's a comedian. And, and uh, you guys are gonna every, come on as a couple at some point. Yeah, that's what. Uh, That'd be yeah. so fun. That's that was her plan for sure. 
or that, and I'm definitely down for that. But I was just thinking because like I came over when I came over PEI from Friday, I was like download a bunch of podcasts, and I saw you and Boise did one. I was like, fuck yeah, this is it. That like, killed me. This will get me halfway, and then I was like, oh, I'm uh, promoting my album, uh, 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 friend, friend daddy, friend daddy. God damn it, I've listened to it twice. I can't remember <laughs> the name. I love Boise, and then I love Boise. I was like, oh fuck, I have an album coming yeah. out. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's do this. And yeah. I was gonna tell you. This can come out actually. You said it, when does it come out? November fifth. This I can actually plan to release this That'd on November fifth if you're cool with that. Yeah, I would be pro that. Because uh, the thing was, I'm back on this weekly grind, and it's so fun. But yeah. like, it is uh, <laughs> a lot to keep up with. And oh I'm, fuck yeah! I was gonna record a podcast on Monday night for this Friday coming. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, we'll do Dan's on Friday. And then I go, no, I'll just save Dan's for when his album. Because, like, I don't want to tell people, an album comes out in a couple weeks. Yeah, because you'll it. just forget. I'd rather, I'd rather say it's out now. Yeah. It's yeah. out today. I uh, Even, like, with albums that I know are coming out, I get so lazy about it. Like, I have to know that exact second where I can, like, have this playing on Spotify and then go just to another page on Spotify and find it or I'll never do it. Right. It's just a lazy shit. We're all lazy, though. Um... But there's no, a lot. No, of- we're not. You have. Uh, I was gonna say that you have a full time job. I just saw you do stand up. I-, <laughs> I was thinking about that today, like, because I I'm like I've had a busy couple, like I don't know, a month or two, where I've been very busy. But I'm like doing stand up, producing shows, and working full time. I was like, Jesus Christ, Sarah works. You still have to work full time? Monday to Friday. Yeah, you five. do this, which is way more time consuming than stand up. Yeah. Then stand up, and yeah. now you're gonna start producing a show at the Growwood. It's monthly though, so it's mm, not. It's... You'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine. It's monthly. You have no fucking idea what a pain in the ass that's going to be. It's going to be dope. It's going to be awesome. First show was dope. Yeah. F- first show went really good. And it's in front of kids, so remember to say dope. They love dope. That. Gen Z says dope. But uh, yeah, you're going to be fucking slammed. <laughs> I, and I and I used to say. I'd love, well, my, honestly, Dan, my dream is to do a weekly mic that's a late night mic that starts at 9.30 or 10. That's my dream. A, a late night yeah. open mic on like a weekend. Opie, opie mic? Like but show up, go be, up? Or? But imagine being able to do yucks or like go see yucks and then go oh. and hop on an open mic and on a Saturday or a Friday. Every comedian doing yucks. Like you would just have a free headliner essentially. I, that's my dream. Yeah. I think it would work for sure. And Halifax is such like a late night town that like students like and younger people, especially students that would be like. Oh, we're going out at eight. He's like, no, fuck that. I'm not going at eight. Has to be a weekend though. Has to be a weekend. Oh, big time. It's probably even Saturday if you're gonna go late. Friday or Saturday. Yeah. It's my. That's kind of my dream. But yeah, producing shows is a little bit taxing. I would say out of those three things, it's the least taxing. To be honest. Yeah. Out of out of stand well. But like monthly show, like I'm doing like a lot of just independent producing comedy shows because like there's nothing PEI. So if you want to do something. You got to do it yourself for the most part. There's a couple great producers like Tanya Nicole's fucking killing it over there. Yes, Tanya, I love Tanya. She's the best. I'm so happy and proud of her. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, yes, but every other show you need to do yourself, and it's like so much work, and I find it so much more stressful. It's stressful. Stand up than like trying to promote a show, getting people to come to these shows, and like, what if they don't? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because you got to worry about promotion. You got to worry about if you pick the right people for the lineup. You got to worry about. Oh, if I didn't pick someone, are they gonna feel shitty? Like yeah. it's it's this whole like I've I kind of like was just like, hey everybody, it's a monthly show, so it's very limited spots. But like I'm gonna try my best to like yeah, like get give people 
chance to like close it out, give people a chance to host it. Cause that was the thing they were like, do you want to host it? And I was like, I don't, I'm, I don't have enough material to, yeah. be, a, to be a regular host And it's also, right it's now. a way better do, way to do it if you, like, get a host you trust, and then you just do, like, host 10, you trust. You do like 10 to 15 every time. Like, you do the middle or whatever you yeah. want to do, but you, like, give yourself the sweet spot. Fuck yeah, that's what I Yeah, do. I honestly am fine with just a, a spot, five minutes, five to seven minutes, yeah. just a chance to just throw some stuff at the wall. Like, I, yeah, I'm an open micer. I said that like Andrew Vaughn. <laughs> very, very <laughs> sassy. <laughs> Very sassy. <laughs> but that's he's the a, thing. He's a sassy boy. I want to be shitty. Like, I just want to embrace being new and shitty right now because that's what it is. Yeah. You know, like. How long have you been doing stand up, though? Over a year. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're still going to be shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why in my brain I thought you've been doing it longer. It's because I've been around for longer. True. I chose that shit. That is true. You, uh, just yeah. not on the stage. How long is it? Like five years? Four years. It'll be five years in March. Yeah. That's See? fucking wild. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, so I thought it was longer, but yeah, no, one year, especially COVID years, got to be a real fucking turd. Yeah, you probably suck. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I've You've seen, never cl- seen I've me. seen clips, but I've never seen you live. No, and I don't trust clips. I fucking hate clips. No, because clips you just show the best. You just show the best. Parts. But even then, sometimes you just do a clip, and you're like, I feel like I should put it up, even though it's not the best. That's what I did. That's that's a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> just like true. the time that you have a camera going. You're like, oh, whatever, let's put this up. But yeah, no, I'm excited to see you whenever that will be. Oh, thanks, buddy. I mean, set those expectations real low. But. Oh yeah, they're all oh, they're, oh, they're low. <laughs> That's the thing. My favorite compliment to get from people. I think it was yeah. Scott Belfort. What he was it? Yeah, Scott gave me this. He saw me at Oasis once, and my, it's my favorite compliment to get because it's, it's it means well, but it's yeah. honest. It's like that was really better than I expected. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Pretty good compliment. Cause he like you know that actually comes from the heart. Like he didn't just doesn't say that every time to everybody. He's like, this is probably gonna be bad. Like, That's pretty good. <laughs> but I was just like I was just like yeah no it was certainly wasn't that great but it was better than I thought <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah oh man I just I just find that so funny because I'm I also am just the type to just I just I, I try to avoid people after I go off because I'm like I don't want people to feel obligated to say shit to me yeah. don't say shit to me yeah like I what don't you mean like right obli- after you get off stage yeah yeah it actually happened. Um, Oh, this uh, District 5 this past Thursday. Um, Nathan. I heard it was quiet. It was a brutal one, but yeah. I've never had a good set there. Ever. What's like your favorite favorite room? Of the weekly rooms. There's, there's like, I've only been gone for not even two years, and everything's completely fucking different. It's, there's so many goddamn rooms. There's three <laughs> comedy clubs in this fucking city. There- <laughs> There's a lot. It's nuts. There was more last summer. Summer 2020, there was even more because we had Daily Grind, which was a weekly show up, go up. But the daily is the Daily Grind going to come back, or is it? I'm not sure. It's not not happening currently. Okay. Uh, so it's still kind of are they still down by the waters? Yeah. Cool. But favorite, sorry, favorite of the mics, Gus's. All right, that's a psychopath choice. Why? Uh, I feel the most comfortable there. Oh, okay, that's fair. Yeah. I feel like even when I bomb there, it's still fun. Yeah, it's always you can't beat the hang. Can't and beat I always the love hang. it on Monday, and it's super casual, and people that are there are usually like either a trap there, regulars, yeah. or like they're just buddies. And, and when it's good, it's really good. Uh, you can't beat like I think it was I, th- I don't know if it, it might have been you or Martin posted a picture of Gus's and it was packed, and I was like, oh fuck, like it's the, the packed Gus's is the best, like. Yeah, oh, God, and it's just a special place for me because that's kind of where I start going to open like comedy and like yeah. 
I think that's my favorite. I mean, Beerleys is awesome, but like again, Beerleys, I haven't had a magical Beerleys experience yet yeah. that I hear about. I, you know, this past Wednesday apparently was amazing because it was packed and there was a bunch of pros on and everyone did great. So everyone was just playing off that good energy. Yeah. Um, but most times that I've done Beerleys, it's just been like, I've heard laughter like in the back. Yeah. <laughs> like I've heard the people like up top giggle. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've I can count the amount of times I've had like really good sets at Beerleys through the first six years. Like it was a lot of it's work. It's tough, one, but it's it's just I think Beerleys and Gus's are both those tougher rooms, but they're rooms that you work in. Oh yeah, but they're still the best. You work. You're going to work. Yeah. If I could go to any like if I could only go to one mic in Halifax ever, be like Beerleys. Yeah. Just because it's right. always fun. Yeah. Even when it's bad, and then. Uh, are they still doing karaoke afterwards? Karaoke just came back. Fuck yeah. And then like the old karaoke hang after that, getting yeah. shit-faced. That was great. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. So you have a new album. So, okay. Yes. Tell me all about this. Uh, when was this recorded? This was recorded in April. 20. Of this year? Of this year. Yeah. <laughs> what year is this? This is 2021. <laughs> I thought it was 2020. Isn't it wild how yeah, well, this confusing th- time is right now? It's confusing and also I'm an idiot. But yeah, so it was recorded <laughs> at the Trailside Music Hall, which is that spot I was talking about earlier. It's fucking dope. It's beautiful. It's like, it, we're so spoiled on PEI to have it. It was recorded over there. We did, me and Claire both did two nights. Our buddy Brad, Duran opened for us. And then kind of spliced together two shows to kind of make one show. And I'll be honest, it's 98% one show. Like my first show, it was like meh at best. And then the Thursday show, I was like, you gotta, if I don't fucking destroy this, this whole thing's a write off. You like, gotta I'm do fucked. multiple shows, eh? Like, oh, like yeah. that's kind of like a, the best way to do an album. Oh, yeah, do I multiple so. shows. Yeah. yeah. It, it, like, even if you don't, even if you do what I, I did, like, you just pretty much use one show, it gives you a little bit of a safety blanket. Cause, like, who the right. fuck knows what's gonna happen? Like, I'd really like to do, like, for my next one, I'd like to do at least two or three, I think. Yeah. Just get like a weekend somewhere and just pound out a bunch of shows. I mean, that'd be amazing. And yeah. you chose to do it with Claire. So you guys both decided. Well, like it was time for you both to do an album. Claire wanted to do an album before shit hit the fan. Like she was ready to go. And then I had no real hard plans. I knew it's something I wanted to do. So then uh, Claire's signed with Comedy Records, like the, the yeah. comedy label at Toronto, Barry Taylor. And then uh, so they were talking about doing it. And then. Uh, just one day we were talking about it, and then Barry just happened to mention to Claire's like, "Oh, if Dan wanted to record an album, we could do it just at the same time." So like, oh, nice. I was like, "Oh, fuck yeah, I'm Dame." So I don't have to, I didn't have to do anything. Like the Comedy Records took care of everything, which is like a huge fucking treat. That's wicked. Yeah, because like that, they're like they're the same people who did Jordan's album and stuff. Like they're nice, fucking legit. Like, oh, perfect. So that was a huge compliment for me. That I was like, "Oh yeah, no, I'll do it." So yeah, it's coming out November fifth. It's called Last Call. It don't mean anything, really. I was going to ask you about the name. Yeah. What's I, it just, I just, like, was brainstorming ideas and figured one was Last Call. I was like, hmm, sounds Last good. Call. It's kind of like, I don't know, you... it's Halifax-centric. La- is Last Call what... Okay, this is a dumb question. Is Last Call... Last Call is what bartenders say when you're done serving for the night, right? Yeah. Have you, have you ever been to a bar late at night? <laughs> <laughs> they come I around and they say... I just had this moment of, is that Do you guys want anything called? for Last Call? And you say, yeah. We'll have a beer. Yeah, I actually really like that. Yeah. I like that, so that title that for you. Yeah, it, it's also, I think it's funny because that's my first album. I'm going to call it Last Call. But <laughs> I don't know. It was mostly like I built all these jokes over like six, seven years of like 
just drinking in Halifax and having a goofy fun time. And it's like, so that's why I kind of want to make it Last call. a little bit. How long have you been doing stand-up? Seven? I forget all the time. Um, I'm pretty sure it's coming on eight. Okay. I think it's I think it's eight the end of this month. I think. No way. I'm it's, not 100% sure. Feels I've, like longer. Well, thanks. What kind of fucking slam is that? Is that a good slam or a bad slam? I don't know. I think I think eight. I think it's because I put you and Travis in the same class, and he's at twelve. Oh yeah, but yeah. I he started as a child though. Yeah, that's true. He's one of those fucks. Yeah, but <laughs> do you know what? I was listening to the episode, the Christmas episode you did with Travis and oh yeah, me, me and, and Marty and Petey Boy and Martin said he's been doing it six, and I was like, so then eight would make sense for me because I was okay. Eyes around, and I had like a little bit of my sea legs when Martin showed up. Man, the more that I talk to people like you, people who've been doing it like over, you know, a significant amount of time, it's like this is a fucking long haul art. It's stupid how long it takes to get like just okay. Isn't that insane? Yeah, it's crazy to think that it's been eight years. Fuck, man. it's nuts. It's <laughs> such a long time. <laughs> It's a tremendous. I've never had a job for two years, and but I've been doing stand up for eight. And I'm like, well, I don't know how long it's been. Why would you count? I have the email of the first time I went up at Yuck's Amateur Night Summers, but I'm, I'm gonna stick with eight for now. Eight, yeah. It was like when you're dating someone and you don't know when your anniversary is. What a terrible thing to say. There's a lot of couples that don't Who? seem don't seem to know when their anniversary is. Because what is it? The first day, the anniversary of your first date, when yeah. you became official, when you first met. Like, what's where's the anniversary? What? Yeah. How do you figure that out? Me and Claire had that conversation, but I was like, it's <laughs> it's it's this date. It's the day you got out of isolation and we started hanging out in person. Aww. Because we like we talked for like a good nine months before she moved out here. Right. And then I remember when she got out. Then I was like, then this is. This is the day, which is Monday. Uh, oh, Monday. Yeah. October 18th. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. One year of uh, a crazy year. Of being more than friends. Yeah. Because you were friends for quite a while before that. Oh, yeah. We were friends <clears throat> for like five years. Right. And then r- like right when everything went to shit, started talking and then yada, yada, yada. This has been a wild <laughs> Two years yeah, for so many reasons. But okay, so you, so we had Andrew die. And yeah. You got a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You did, what a you ride. Did, you, did, you did an album. Yep. After Andrew kicked off like a festival of death in my life for oh, a good shit. long time, which I is, is ended now, I think, knock on wood. But you know how like bad things happen in threes? Yeah. It, it, you can go in nines. It was so fucking weird. You had other people die? Yeah. Because when me and Claire were talking, like, we're like, we'd always talk. And then when Andrew died, we were like, really, we were talking all day, every day because she had just lost her aunt, too. So, like, we were kind of like bonding, or, bonding grieving together. Yeah, grieving thing, yeah. together yeah, alone because, yeah, yeah. like, everybody was alone at that point. Yeah. But then, like, every other, like, every two or two weeks or a month, I would text her again and be like, you're not going to guess this. Somebody else I know just died. It was so fucking weird. 2020 was such a terrible, terrible <sighs> year. Anyways. <laughs> don't know why i needed to tell you that but that's what happens <laughs> andrew albert andrew albert just died crazy it's it um, that was a fucking weird day i don't know what your day was like that oh but like, I, I didn't take it well but i didn't even i've only met him i think twice yeah brief interactions online but yeah i think for me it was like it was the first time that i was just like i'm 
hurt for my friends. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because, like, he was such a huge part of Canadian comedy, and especially Halifax, because he lived out here for such a long time that, like, he, he was, like, a local guy for yeah. years. He just moved, actually, when I, like, when I got going. But, like, we were, like, by, by no means were we tight, but we were, we were buddies for sure. And that was fucking weird, because he was, especially, like, such a healthy guy, you know? It's, Didn't it's like, look like he had any issues. No, he was fit as a fiddle, like, thin guy, like, energetic, athletic. <laughs> He's, he was killing it. And then just to die went like that. I think, weird. I think what did it for me well i mean i think having vaughn die and then seeing another andrew die (laughs) yeah was like yikes like all these people are coming forward with like stories of their memories with these people and i was just like i need to start making some memories oh but you do you have lots of memories no but it really made me go like (sighs) like it made me realize what at the end of the day matters. Yeah. Like, I guess like you can kill it or like do like hustle, do make content, yeah. uh, like do as many, like do stand up, do all these things. And I just go like, Oh, I gotta live a bit more. Yeah. That's and true like, thing. like, like have memories outside of like podcasts and comedy shows. Yeah. But those are still good memories. I think they yeah. are. And it's it, like the thing about Andrew uh, Albert was like, he was like, he was such a kind, generous guy that like everybody yeah. had like a little That's story of him. Thing, but he yeah. like, and it wasn't like huge gestures. He would just be like a little extra nice to everybody. And then everyone was like, thought the world of him, you know what I mean? And from what I heard, very supportive of like new comics. Oh, very yeah. welcoming, very like gave new comics a chance. Yeah. Uh, which is huge. Yeah, he was a dope dude. I saw such him a fucking sin. level um, a senior citizen's home one time. Me and Chanel got booked on a gig in Toronto, and that's all we were told. It's like it's this spot in Toronto. We're like, all right, cool. And we just got the address, and like I was pretty new. Chanel has been doing a little bit longer than me. Like I had like fifteen or twenty. Chanel probably had twenty, twenty-five. And we went in. And we were both doing like the most amount of time we could. And we and Andrew Albert was at the door, and he's like, guys, you're never gonna guess what's gonna fucking happen. And it's like <laughs> he's like, come here and look. And we go in, and we're there's no stage, there's no there's no lights or anything. We're using a sound system that comes down from the roof, like one of those shitty ones. Oh yeah. And it was exclusively people plus eighty years old. Like it was like borderline palette of care, and we're like, holy fuck! And it was such nice. Like everybody did okay. They were super nice, but Andrew fucking destroyed. Like he leveled the place. Like he like you gotta be able to make old people laugh. Yeah, his his closer. He he fed an old lady a bunch of peas. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah, he was doing this crazy bit. And then he's like, oh, Physically? I, yeah. He actually did. No, he picked up the spoon and started feeding this old lady and people were losing it because he was like, I think he was like he was doing like a strip tease, kind of like trying to like get her turned on. Oh, oh my fuck, god. It was so funny. And she was like, she couldn't breathe because like he's feeding her peas and he's dancing. That's fuck. so funny. Point that is. reminds me of Thursday at District Five. Yeah. So Nathan McIntosh and Brian Thompson showed up. Oh dope. And number one. Brian's a legend, and I I'm the biggest Nathan McIntosh fan. Like yeah. I I'm a legitimate fan. Like I have comics on the show all the time. You're mostly my friends. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Yeah. You're my friends, and I also like your comedy. But like with him, I'm like I'm a fan. Yeah. Uh, but Nathan McIntosh is like a local boy. Who's like was like oh if you really really want to do it, you know what I mean? You can do it. You know, it's like it's yes. one thing. It's one thing making you can make it a good amount of money in Halifax if you're hustling and stuff. But like oh like Nathan McIntosh is like on Jimmy Fallon and shit. And you're like oh okay. All right. And ooh, then here ooh. he is at an open mic in Halifax, just yeah. wanted to try some stuff. Uh, but when I saw them both, I just went, <gasps> like, I, I literally guessed. Clutch trip Because I was like, fuck, huh. I got to do a set in front of these guys. Yeah. Um, and Nathan, 
Uh, he did go up after me, but at one point during his set, he started serving people because he was making fun of the fact that the waitresses were like just bringing full course meals like during like during the show because District Five is a restaurant. People, oh, it's a restaurant. Yeah, people really oh, go weird. for the food. Yeah, they okay. do. So it's kind of tough to compete with like Greek food. <laughs> District 5 is a Greek restaurant? <laughs> they have, like, Greek, like, Lebanese food. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. No, that's so weird. I don't know. I had, like, a <laughs> mental image of what that place was, and it was not, it wasn't a Lebanese restaurant. Yeah, they serve which really is, good which food. Which is dope. I love the shawarma and some giggles, but it's also, like, super hard to laugh with, like, a mouthful that, of falafel. Like, you, you can't it. do that. And yeah. also, when, like, you're, like, the waitress is, like, settling up with tables, or, like, but, like, Nathan was just, like... Did you just uh, bring that table a ramekin of salad dressing? Let yeah. let me bring it over for you. And like yeah. he like got in there and like did all that, and he obviously did better than most of us that night. Yeah, but it was just like one of those things. And I was just like, oh fuck me, like I'm so shitty, and like Brian's gonna judge me on how shitty I am. And then later that night, I got a good job message from him on on Messenger, and I was like, Killing thank it. God. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Brian, so fucking funny. Legend. Like, yeah, he like when I first started, he was like. He was working everywhere and like crushing it. Like I would like when I first started, like, you know, when you start, you like, can I imitate other people? Yeah. I had like a good, I'd say probably a good year or two of Brian Thompson. Try his, just his kind of delivery coming through. Well, just even like, I'd say a lot of like my crowd work would like, or like what I, where I learned crowd work was from watching Brian Thompson. Yeah. Just like how like he can do it with like not be threatening. He doesn't like really make fun of anybody. Like that's the trick is like trying to do crowd work, but not slam anybody. So any, like you're not taking anything away from anybody, but yeah. like trying to add everybody up. Yeah. That's like classic Thompson. So, he's so good. Yeah, he's fucking wicked. So good. And like, I just kind of love also that like, he's so good, but isn't like, he's taken a step back from comedy. He doesn't really do it anymore. He's just yeah. like, this is, I'm, I've found other things in my life that I, Oh yeah. And I'm, I just kind of like that about him i don't know oh yeah well that's like i mean it's one of those weird things where like fuck i hate how a lot of commerce like no you got to do it all the time you got to do it no matter hustle what. culture yeah, hustle no. hustle yeah, hustle that's like, like, like to be honest a lot of us aren't gonna like i don't know what if anybody's got hard goals in line but netflix isn't coming out here to shoot specials and at the end of the day we're doing this for fun if you're not having fun take a step back like that's why I Ooh, wanted, that's just it that's why i wanted to move to pei because i just kind of i felt like i hit a plateau and i was like just kind of wore out and it's like i think i just need to Change. try to step back cut to i was busier than ever in pei and then realized i loved it and missed it so much right oh yeah because you you went and so you were working in PEI and doing were, was there a lot of shows in PEI like um not when I first got there but then like PEI opened up a lot faster than everybody else right right so then there was just like you were ahead of the curve yeah there was just a demand for shows right away so we got busy real early right could do a bunch more shows like we didn't have as many fluctuating with like lockdowns and stuff like you guys did so that's amazing yeah, yeah. well because that fucking it, having that momentum and then just going okay no no more for a month yeah momentum no more for a month momentum no more but and it just comes to a point it's like why book anything you know what I mean? why from like anybody's yeah. point of view it's like why are we even spending time on this if it's just gonna get locked down again here so i also kind of uh sometimes need the break <laughs> fuck yeah <laughs> Like, like I, I, I think truly, like I took a good two to three weeks off, Mike's. Yeah, one of the best things I ever did. Cause like I came back and I was so much looser when yeah. I when I got back on, and then like people were saying like you're looser up there. I was like, oh, it's cause I don't care anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I had no more stress. That's why. Did you I did. did you do syrup? 
Um, for a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so. I was mostly on EI. Or like, I'm just envious of everybody who like didn't work. Because like I I got like busier at my day job like a lot that's the case yeah. for a lot of people yeah because like yeah when I was like brewing or whatever like people wanted beer more and then we certainly had, right. like, we had to like deliver it all the time so we, like worked and it was super cool it was great to have a job it was great it kept me sane but also I was so envious like everybody with the Serb summers I'm like Fuck. you're like also I could have used some time off with pay oh yeah I would have just picked up a cash job this is what I would have done it made a lot of people lazy though because a lot yeah. of people didn't get back to work after. <laughs> Like they just stayed oh, yeah. on Zerb. Yeah. Which well, I really think that's sucks. still happening now, isn't it? Like yes. Halifax is in a crazy labor shortage. Everywhere's is looking for jobs. Yep. But I don't know when that ends. I hope it's like in a couple months. I think it ends soon. Yeah. That's yeah. My thing is, is like, I, you know, money aside, I'm just like, I just, I don't, I don't like being bored. I actually like working. I oh, like having, yeah. having a reason to fucking wake up. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. You know, like, I don't know. I definitely would have went nuts and I would have had to, like, find a job or something like that. But just, like, from the outside, it was, yeah. like, it was like, fucking good. But, yeah, I hope, the, I hope the labor shortage works for a little bit, a little bit longer. Like, me and Claire are moving back in December. Wait, you come back in December? Yeah. yeah. Moving back in December. So, like, as long if it could start, like, in January and we can just both scoop up jobs real quick, that'd be fire. Mm. Um, There's a new brewery. Have you heard of Tuscan? Oh, yeah, yeah. They just they opened have, a tap room. They're from Yarmouth. They have a place on Gotagen. Yeah. I, I know someone who works there if you want a connection. Oh, okay. Um, I feel like, uh, yeah, I have enough experience in brewing that. Like, <laughs> You're like, I can just walk in and there's uh, they'll fucking, hire yeah. me. <laughs> Hi, I've been working in the brewing industry for six years, and I can do everything. Please, let me yeah. do something. Yeah. There's a cool brewery in Anaganesh called Candid Brewing, and they have a cool venue that looks like it would be amazing. Oh, is that Candid? This is Candid, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. That's hilarious. Hold that I up. never had him before. Hold that up. But uh, hometown yeah. Anaganesh. Shout out to the Gish. Is what is that? What people? What do people call Anaganesh? The, the Gish. Nish. The Nish. All right. Okay. The Ganesh. The Ganesh, which I think is uh, ah. I think is a god in India. Uh, ah. uh, it looks like it would be a good little spot for a comedy show. So yeah, me and Clifton Crema are trying to set something up. Fuck there. yeah. Uh, that's another guy I haven't seen. He like his like entire career spans uh, the second I left that I want to see real bad. He's phenomenal. Yeah. And, like, phenomenal for how new he is, too. Yeah. But he seems like he's fucking crushing it. It like, feels I've like... I've never seen a guy so busy. Yeah, he's very... And he also works. Yeah. Too. Um, it seems like that two-year point is a, a point where a lot of comics really pick up. Yeah, you can get a lot of, like, the base skills down and then either nut up or shut up, I guess. Nut up or, or shut up. Or you can just up. suck forever. There's a lot of people who are just terrible all the time. Let's name yeah. them. <laughs> Let's go back and forth. Oh, you mean... uh. <laughs> No, too mean. Check out our Patreon we, we won't, we to won't, hear every we, comic that Dan thinks should quit. We won't. I love that. It's just like a five-minute video of you just listing names. All right, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope and pray that I'm never in that category. Even if someone can look at me and go, she's getting a bit better each time. I'm like, I've done something right. Even I feel if like it, if that's your mindset, then that's how it will be, though. I don't like. I and the other thing too is like those people that like are like just consistently. I've always been the worst. I feel like they just do it for fun or for the social aspect. Maybe they're not the attention. Actually. Yeah, exactly. Or the, not even the attention. Just like they like, they like they like to do it and like fuck yeah, do what you love. Do what you love. I mean, if you, you don't if, have to be good at what you love. Yeah, if if you like bombing. Oh, <laughs> uh, if you love bomb, eating dicks, bomb away. Yeah, you'll you'll get a spot once a month at Gus's and you can do it. 
You can eat dicks for everybody. Um, oh my gosh, Dan, I have segments on this podcast now. Yes, you do. Um, I have two segments that you prepped for, but I don't know if I told, did I tell you about the assumption segment? I do know about the assumption segment and I didn't understand it, but I've made an assumption. Well, you just have to react to what I say. All right, done. Don't punch me in the face. Ow. Um, which is like, I'm going to tell you what I assume about you based on what I, what I know. And this is, I know what an assumption is. I've been sucking at this segment lately. And I don't know if it's because the people I have on, I either don't know well enough or I know too well. Yeah. Well, you called Jordan Foisy chill. chill. You're like, I assume something about you. And then Jordan is like ready. And then he's like, you're chill. And you're like, I know. I suck. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, what else was I supposed to? I've, I'm well, talking. Yeah, he's a chill what, dude. What would you assume about Jordan? Uh, I don't Um, uh, First thing, I think he's bad at pool. <laughs> if he picked up a pool cue, he'd be like, I'll fucking smoke you. And I'm not even good. I feel like I feel like my assumption for you is also equally as lame. Oh, okay, shit. Because I don't there's a couple. Okay. Can um, I hit you with mine that I assumed oh, about you? Yes. Yeah. Well, you said something at um Yucks that was funny. You're like, everything I've ever assumed about you has always been true. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you ever like you know when you assume something about somebody and then it shows up and you're like Yes, <laughs> a fucking new hit. What, like it's not the so- right thing to do. It's not even. It's not. This isn't even a good one. I was like, uh, yeah, because I was listening to the podcast. Like, what? Are, what are my assumptions about Sarah? And then the first thing that came to mind is like, I feel like you like Burger King. I don't actually. Okay, good to know. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I have an opinion one way or another because I just haven't eaten enough of it. Are you a fast food person? Yes. What's your go-to? I mean, it's got to be McDonald's. Yeah. But uh, I do love some Taco Bell. Yeah, Taco Bell's <laughs> pretty dope. I'm a Wendy's guy through and through. I like Wendy's but when I, take... I have the chance, but I don't get the chance a lot. Yeah, they're not around, so I got to settle for uh, McDonald's all the time. McDonald's is probably my go-to, but I it's I like a chicken strip basket from Dairy Queen. Some real fucked up shit eating hot food from Dairy Queen. I'm like, what? I'm for it. Wait, what? I'm for it, but that's such a weird move. They have every good burgers. Time, I get like a craving for one of their burgers like once every two years, and I go, and I'm always like, see you in 24 months, dairy. Like, it's always shit. I, I disagree. I love the chicken strip basket. You love their burgers, and then you eat the chicken strips. Well, I've heard. I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm not huge into burgers. Okay. Hot take. I know it's Halifax Burger Week right now. Fuck Burger Week, by the way. Fuck Burger Week. Okay, that funny is, story about Burger Week before I get to my It's not a rant you. or an unpopular opinion. That's just fact. A group of us went to the local last year to get the Andrew Vaughn burger. Why was it at the local? I have no idea. He hated that part. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one of the guys who worked there must have known him or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, but like, it was also cool to, it was cool to like Andrew there for a hot minute. Okay. He's dead. What? <laughs> Hey, he like, <laughs> are you gonna go? You gonna go to his fucking show every Monday? No, nah, I'll name a burger after him though when he's dead. It's cool to like the guy who's dead. It wasn't cool to like him when he was here. Wasn't alive to criticize his own yeah. burger. They were put up with him. <laughs> <laughs> a group of us went to get this burger. That's very cute. And they go, "Oh, we're not serving it tonight." Why? <laughs> and I instantly went to. He was one of our best friends. That's so weird. <laughs> to try to get Did they have an them. explanation why they weren't doing it? Apparently they had like a guest chef that night or something that was doing uh, like a like pop-up pop up pop in up Burger menu. Week. It's for in the seven middle days. of Burger Week. Did you guys walk out or eat? I never got to try the Andrew Vaughn burger. 
right. So I have no idea how how it and was. Just another reason. Actually, I love the local, but that's stupid. I enjoy the local too. Yeah, it's a great bar. Um, okay, here's my assumption about you. Hit me. You roast the people you love, but you also roast the people you hate. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Everybody gets roasted. Because I, I initially thought I love getting roasted by you. Because yeah. every time you zing me, I love it. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. Um, but I always go that that's com- like a com- comfort level thing with comics. If yeah. you're comfortable with a comic, you roast them. But I feel like you're also someone who will easily zing. Even if you don't, yeah, it's something <laughs> that like everyone. now I feel like complicated with because like I don't know, just trying to be a better person overall. But like, oh, it comes back every time. <laughs> I can't stop it, and it's one of those things that I genuinely like. I always say like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I only tease you because I like you, kind of thing. I do it to people I don't like. I just tell them I like them, and that's maybe the deepest thing of all. Oh, you just tell them. No, I wouldn't tell them I don't like them, but, but you, I just make you, fun of them. And uh, I just be like, oh, no, no, man. I just goofing around, just having fun. But like sometimes but, I'm serious. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it comes off as, well, yeah, if, you, if you're roasting everyone, no one really knows where they stand exactly. with you. Exactly. You just get everybody. Isn't that fun? But like, that one was true. Yeah. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that fun to not know where you stand with someone? Yeah, no, but that's just the that's the great thing about being a comedian. It's like you just get away with so much shit. Like, oh, man, we were having that's birthday true. drinks at my buddy's uh uh, at my buddy's parents' house, just in the backyard. His, his folks got a cool backyard, and like they all know I'm a comedian, and so I can just do whatever I want. And his dad's like this tough biker guy, and I just kept calling his mom a horny old slut. <laughs> it was like no one else could get away with it, but Dan's a comic, so he's allowed to do it. And I'm like, you're a piece of shit, and I, I love them all dearly. But <laughs> I was just one of those things like, oh my god, I'm loving fun. What's well, like a fucking um. Chris is really good at, at just constantly being an asshole. Yeah. But it's his love language, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like, it, it is like... Did Chris still wear that leather bracelet? I don't I don't think I've... Yeah. I haven't really noticed. Does he have a leather bra- bracelet? He used to wear them when I first met him. I've known Chris for, like, a long time. Yeah. He was one... You know, the interesting thing about Chris is, like, he, like uh, I, you must run to it all the time as well, but, like, when you... People know you do stand-up. They just ask you about stand-up all the time. And when I used to... Uh, bartending good robot Chris used to always come in and we'd always talk about stand-up for like hours before he even did it yeah and he'd always talk about how to get into it and stuff like that but every time I've had those conversations literally like less than one percent would do it right and it's so cool to see Chris is actually now like a good stand-up very good stand-up took a couple years not to to, like just to start and stuff but like it's one of those weird things was like all right cool ding ding Chris yeah I had him close out the Greywood show um He's yeah, he's very very strong, consistent, consistent and strong, mm. um, but can be a dick sometimes. But he means it out of love. Yeah, he always calls me piece of shit. Are you? I think so. In what context? <laughs> In what? What was that? I think so. What, what was that noise? <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, mm. I think I am. I'm so excited to come back to Halifax just because so there's more people that I'm like allowed to like make fun of. Because I feel like the PEI scene so small that I, like I don't want to rip on people like people are new too early. You know what I mean? Because like it's like everyone's like so new to it and stuff that I like wouldn't want to slam wanna... anybody and then like make them not feel comfortable if they didn't understand like I was joking around or something like that. I just want to be like so encouraging all the time. Because it's such a fucking. It's tough to figure out when people are serious or not serious. Yeah, when totally. they're talking about you as a comedian. Yeah, and it's and like and the other thing like and maybe. It's not viewed this way, but like it's something that I worried about. That like it's such a baby scene in PEI that like I'm one of like I'd be like 
one of the stronger comics on PEI. Right. So you wouldn't want like a stronger comic coming in and just ripping on all the new people. Like that's just not a good look. You right. Know what I mean, I feel like it's more of an even playing field. Yeah. Halifax. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to coming here and being a real piece of shit. I mean, we could do some Patreon apps. I got <sighs> stuff to say. I have two unpublished uh, open letters to Halifax comedy that I haven't published. Wait. Oh, just oh, you just you just read it. Sarah, That's why fun? did you say that? Yeah, what's on those? Oh, some stuff. Oh man, I wasn't even some part stuff. of the, the well, boys club when they were doing Patreon, but like the shit they'd say on the podcast, I'm like, what are you holding back? Like, just call him a piece of shit to his face at this point. It's way worse uh, than to do it on a podcast. Well, I think my open letters were more like my observations. And like my feelings on things, not yeah. so much like you're terrible. This person's if you're a shitty comic, that's fine. But when you when you become a shitty human being, that's where I go. Yeah. Fair. I don't really like how things are happening here. Yeah. And that makes me feel icky. And like I did one and I sent it to a couple people. I sent it to Martin. Okay. Did I send it to Martin? In, in Martin... this open letter, are you like dear Halifax? Yes. Well, actually, I didn't. Op- I didn't say it like that. Okay. I just called it an open. I, it's it's an open letter, like a, a letter to thing. the editor kind of thing. Yeah. Here's okay. my feelings. I sent it to Travis, and uh, I was like, "Do I post this?" And he's like, "If you wake up tomorrow and feel you should post it, post it." Yeah. I woke up the next day and I was like, "I should. I shouldn't." Post yeah. This. <laughs> so it never got posted. That would be my advice. I've like I've I haven't read it. I would love to. <laughs> Obviously, Daddy loves tea, but <laughs> it was actually exactly one year ago that yeah. I made it. I bet you I would agree with almost everything. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe. I was pretty sick of the Halifax scene when I left. It's um, it's a it's a small scene. It seems like it's with way a lot better of egos. Now. With a lot of egos. Yeah, I don't know. It seems way better now. Is it worse? I don't know. Maybe I don't. Maybe I was just sick of it. I think there's just a lot. Everyone's of, great and trying their best. It seems like there's a lot of new people who have like a lot of potential and like a lot of like great people. Like Matt Baker alone, that's a real positive. Oh, I mean bomb. Matt Baker's great. Matt Baker's like yeah. Vino's like working now. That's cool. I've never met Durham. I don't really know. I kind of I'm hung out with Brandon a couple times and mm-hmm. Sam's around. Does Regina do any stand up? Yeah, she's still at it. Dope. She did. Um, she, her and Sam did a split middle. At Yucks, it was so excellent. Yeah. Isn't it so cute? So cute. I know. I love a comedy couple. That's why I can't wait to talk to you and Claire. Because I, I'm so pro comics dating. It makes but a lot of so sense. So many people are against it. I don't understand why people are against it. Because they think comics can't be mature adults if a breakup were to happen. Yeah. That's that's why. That makes 100 percent sense. They just don't want the backlash. I don't think. I don't know if you should like date date around and. The comedy scenes, especially Halifax, is so small. But like, I think me and Claire and Sam and Virginia are a little different. I mean, I'm obviously, but I'm also not gonna You're from compare yourself to like engage I, yourself. Yeah, we were friends for like five years. Yeah, and it's I mean, it's pretty serious. We live together. Yeah, yeah. I I just think it's I think it's a cop out. I think if you oh. like someone and you just happen to both be comics, that's if you if you go, I can't date that person because they're a comic. You don't like them enough. Yeah, that's my hot take. I just go that you just didn't like that person enough to take the risk. All right. Who do you want to date in the house? Who would you I don't like anyone right you now. You don't like anyone at all. Not one person. Good for you. But I've liked many and all of them are good people. They're all good people? They're all good, funny people. But you don't like them and anymore? And there's been there's been there's been ranges of crushes like anywhere from 2 weeks to 8 months. Wow, 8 months is deep. 8 months. Thanks. I think he knows who he is. 
<laughs> Who is it? I can't. Uh, Write it on the thing. No, no. Write it on a piece of paper. Oh, I, wait. I promise I won't say anything. Maybe not eight. Maybe That's more your... like six. Write it on a piece of paper just real quick. You know him. I, I know who it is. I don't know who it is. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Write it down real quick. <laughs> oh, shit. Yes, it's working. This is I a podcast, so and I have to put I'm, it on. Like, it's not going to be a surprise. Can I just put initials? Is it Steve? Is it Steve Mackey? Well. He's a powerful man. I'll put initials. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah why yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. yeah. But that's that's all good and fine. Yeah, of but course. But it was yeah, a period yeah. of my life that I had feelings. Hey, who wasn't there? We were all there for a time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just funny to me because I just go, oh, yeah. It's... Now there's literally nothing. Now they're like all yeah. brothers to me. Yeah, all gross brothers. They're all gross brothers. Yeah. And they all have their matches. And I just go, I just wasn't. That wasn't me, and that's fine. Good for you guys. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but I also go. How do how do people expect me not to like comics when they're like the only men that I hang out with? Oh, one hundred percent. The only people you hang you hang with them every night of the week. Like even yeah. if you like were trying to date, at best you see someone like once or twice a week. Unless yeah. it's like you immediately go into codependency. Yeah. Like yeah, you're gonna like have crushes on other people. It's gonna happen, and and everyone. Ugh, so many people tell me you're gonna end up with a you're gonna end up with your opposite. You're gonna end up with a really chill, quiet, like guy who probably works in the trades and like comes home with dirty hands. And I'm just like, really? <laughs> Maybe. I don't. They're wanna, all over TikTok. I keep hearing that I'm gonna find a boring man. Yeah, I don't want a boring man. It's not boring. It's a, That's why I like comedy couples. It feels like there's never a dull moment because you just always have fun together and laugh. Yeah. Is that true? Uh, I don't know. Me and Claire have a really good time. Yeah. It's great. It's really nice to be able to talk shop all the time. That's but like, and not have a to huge like, plus. Yeah. Anytime I, I date anybody who didn't do stand up, which is like every other human being in the world. Um, I didn't date every person in the human world. Um, but like you, that you had to do. If you were going to explain like your emotional state or where you were at mentally, you had to do so much backtracking and like layering. And like, even then it, they wouldn't get it a lot of the times. Right. First now with like Claire, like we talked on the phone and just like fucking both ran through our shows and our sets and just kind of like nailed it all out real quick. And, right. And also if you come home and I was like tired, I'm like, I just need to, I need to write for a and while. She gets she's that, like, oh, I totally get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. She gets the, the, the pre-show mode, the post-show mode. Yeah. When to step in, when to step back. Like, do you guys? Oh, I'm just, I'm gonna save these questions for when she's on too. Yeah, I'm gonna save a couple the questions. Is, there's there's a lot of meat on that bone. It, it's, it'll be a great podcast. Oh, I can't wait to talk to Claire. I yeah. have things to talk to her about. <laughs> I don't like that one on tone. one. I do not like that. Tone. No, no, no. It's it's not bad. Okay. I mean, she might think bad of me. Why? Mm. Give me an example. Now nah, we'll, we'll run it by me. Nah, I know her pretty well. Right uh, uh, down into the news. <laughs> I just, I think she'd have some insight into something, into someone. Um, what? Yeah. You no, now you have I, to I, tell I, me. I know it's the thing that I hate. I, hate I don't when, care. I fucking hate when people do that. Do where they what? hint at something and then oh, they- Oh yeah, and it then, drives me at the wall. And the- <laughs> I like, of like, I struggled with it a lot. I was so fucking nosy as a kid. Like if I, like if somebody hinted at something and then I wasn't made aware of it instantly, I would have like full on rage scenes. I like, fucking hate that. I would I just have it's... tantrums to the point where I'd either get the information or I would never speak to that person again. I've, I've gotten a lot better with it, but right now I want to know what the fuck you're talking about. It's, it's so bad. Uh, I had a heartbreak with someone she knows quite well. Okay. Um, Like annihilated. Like. All right. 
need to be in therapy annihilated. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay, that's enough for it's, me. It's been, it's been, <laughs> is it? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Who the fuck is this? <laughs> we'll tell, initials, I'll tell, one more I, time. I will tell, no, I can't do initials. Why I, not? See, this was the thing I knew. I was like, as soon as Claire and Dan move here, they're going to find out. Because I need to ask oh, her. Does she know? No. Is this a podcast anymore? <laughs> <laughs> it's just two friends. She doesn't know? It's two, no. It's two friends trying to have a heart to heart. About something and then Fair. dancing around names. She's good at talking. Is she? She's smart. Oh, yeah. She yeah. is great. I love Clara. She's a smart lady. Yeah. I love Clara. She's a lot smarter at that stuff than me. My other assumption about you. Hit me. And it's kind of couple related, but I'd like to hear just your perspective on this. Is that your, the way that you show love and relationships mm-hmm. is that you're a big acts of service guy. So do you, are you someone who like will just do little nice things for her, like whether that's yeah, I would say that's that's right. I get that. Be sense. one of my love languages if you want to be hip. Love language. Yeah, but like it's good because she does the same. So like we both like we complement each other a lot. Like I'll do a lot of little things for her, and little she does things. a lot of things for me, and then everything's peachy. You know what I mean? You seem like someone you don't do grandiose things, but you do a bunch of little things, which is better. I'll do grandiose every once in a while. <laughs> All right. What's the most grandiose thing? Oh fuck, I don't know. There you go. I probably but did something. I, I think all the little things are better. It's probably the best Blink One Eighty Two song. <laughs> all the little things. Yeah. I think it's all the small things. But uh, I yeah. think those little things matter a bit more than like those. That's a weird assumption to have. I mean, you're right this though. So congratulations. I, I don't know. I think it's just from picking up on like social media and like the oh. things she would post about and like how she gushes over you too like she really you're doing good i feel her. like i'm doing pretty good yeah doing that's fine. really sweet yeah it's great highly recommend having a successful relationship but also friendships though i feel like you do the same in friendships no yeah i'm a good bud for my like my real are. good buds i'm a good bud yeah that's what it is yeah like my not top, everyone's my, in that top, top click no but like i'm friends with like a lot of people, but like I got like my top five buds that I do anything for, kind You're of thing. Which is like <laughs> top five, like MySpace. Top five buds. Who would be in your t- in your um? Was it top five? Was that what they? It was top it? five in MySpace. Yeah. Well, who who would be in your top five? In my life right now. Yeah. Name them. Top five buds. Um, not, not including Claire, which is the. the Why omega. would you not include her? Because she's she's the Omega Bud. She's the best, the Alpha Bud, top Bud, oh. TB. Small because with her, you have both the friendship foundation and, and the romantic, and which, by the way, trumps everything. Exactly. Top five buds. I, yeah. The kid. Travis well, it's, this isn't. This is going to be good. These are going to be four people you don't know. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Fine. Other four buds. Um, <laughs> my boy Spurko. Um, I know of him. Spurko? Or is that Spencer? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. The guy I did trivia with. Yeah, see, I know things from social media, Dan. Yeah. I don't was... know these people, but I feel like I know them through you. He got drunk today and he got in my bed. No reason. Try to face behind <laughs> me when I was a giant tiger. Weird guy. Um, <laughs> uh, Space Cowboy. Uh, Ryan Chevrolet. Uh Pat McDonald. Oh, God. I'm going to only have four buds. Oh, that's embarrassing. There's got who's next best bud? This is like you're naming your oh. groomsmen. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Essentially, in yeah. that case, I go Spencer Smith. Oh, there you go. I got to keep. How many? Do you do? Do you do weddings? <laughs> I 
I know you invited me to a wedding one time, a long Holy time ago. Holy shit, that's that so... That was ages ago. That's so funny. That might have been during my Dan crush. Tried to wedding date me, and I, I legitimately couldn't go. I felt bad. Point is... What a weird alternate timeline. What would have happened? Don't know. <laughs> and we don't want to know. And we don't want to know. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. That was probably around the time that we met, probably. Yeah. When you did the... 12 hour live stream. Yeah. That was a crazy way to meet someone coming around the corner. I just vomited. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. <laughs> Dude, oh my God. I'm okay. I just puked. <laughs> All right. Okay. I have meeting you on that stream and meeting Travis on that stream. Oh, you, yeah? Oh, shit. Both of those. That was a wild. Me meeting you. That was a wild time. Those big, like, those big party streams, they're, like, a lot of fun. I love them. I want to do another one. Yeah. Maybe, like, yeah, maybe we'll do another one. It's a lot of work, but uh, it's yeah. tiring. But if I had people down for it and, to, like, swing by and come by. Yeah. And, like, keep me going, then uh, we should yeah. do it again. Yeah. Weddings, Point. though. Weddings. There is, I've, there's only been uh, two weddings in my, like, general friend group. And every time they go big, groomsmen like eight and ten. That's wild. There's no way you're that close. Oh with no, all those we people. are. They're like I have like my friend group in PEI, which is goddamn delightful. There's like 25 of us, and we're all best friends. It's great, but it's too much. It's too much. It's too much. I would not. I think I would honestly. Friendship is a a high bar for me. Yeah, no, that's fair. I think that's a good way to do it, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can be a little loose with it, but like, if you're gonna go for your best, best, best buds, people think they're close, closer to me than I think we're close. So Does that make weird. sense? Yeah, I think it's because they go, "Oh, I know a lot about her, so we're close friends," and I just go, "No, that's not what friendship yeah. is to me." Yeah, <laughs> friendship I mean, to me is consistency. Yeah, but one of your nine jobs is just talking about yourself for two hours. Yeah, yeah. So people are gonna know a lot about you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But Is I think if I had a wedding, I would pick one person. One witness. See, that's... Oh, then you're eloping at that point. I'm fine with that. Mm, okay, fair enough. I'm, I'm, I'm pa- I think I'm past the point where I could uh, have a big party wedding. Because I'm 34. So, like... What do you... Earlier you said 34-year-olds don't dance. We don't. We're tired. It's not true. We're tired. Wh- who do you know who's mid-30s? That is still as energetic as they would have been. Not, it's not an energy thing. It's just you don't have to dance all the time. It's like an hour sometimes. That's fair. I mean, I do like dancing. There you go. It's you just, just it's admit just, it. It's just been a long time since I've done that. Yeah. In public. Oh, yeah. It's weird. I dance around here all the time. Yeah. Oh, but it is weird. Like, like I mean, a couple times to cut a rug on, like, in the last <laughs> two years. And like every time it's like, oh, this is weird, but we're getting back into it. All right. It's slow because I used to be a big dancer and now it's like it's slow to get back into it. It is. These bones have got rusty. How old are you? Guess. I th- I feel like I thought I knew this. You're younger than me. Right? Guess. <laughs> I ain't guessing. Why not? 30. No. You're not quite 30 yet, are you? Am I hot or cold? You're, you're, is this you're, Marco Polo? You're piping hot now. Yeah. I'm, I'm piping just, hot? Yeah, I'm the same age as the kid. Oh, you're 28, nine. nine? I don't know. Maybe, I don't know how old the kid is. Uh, no, yeah, I'm 29. 29. We're both. You, you're March baby too? Yes. Yeah, I'm March baby too. When's your birthday? 16. Oh. 
day before Andrew died. I was going to say, yeah. what a <laughs> shitty fucking birthday gift. <laughs> fucking Christ, damn. Terrible that, gift. That sucks. Yeah, it was worse for me of, of everybody, I think. I think so. I don't think so. It was, I mean, it was bad for everybody. Friends dying sucks. But yeah, no, that was a terrible, terrible march. Bad march. Bad march. Top I had my birthday marches. right before, because mine's the fifth. Nice. So, like, I had the intoxicate live show which still to this day goes down as the most fun we had before the world shut down because mm-hmm. it was the 28th of february yeah um end of february that we had that live show so fun um and then i had my birthday and then yeah everything and then everything's different now but now it's getting so much better <laughs> yeah is it yeah 100 <laughs> what are you talking about i i i clubs think can be a capacity i again? i think Dance 2021 is has been significantly worse than 2020 that is an insane thing to say. Ask Travis about it. He agrees. Uh, you know what? <laughs> In terms of pandemic fatigue. Oh, pandemic fatigue. And depression. And like, yeah. And like the anti-vax movement is so much more crazier than anything that happened in 2020. Like, Yeah. And I also think. To think of how far it has to come to get here to now have resistance at this point is like, oh my God. Yeah. And I also think that when it all happened that summer, what's Travis talking about? Fucking twenty twenty one sucking. The dude's never been better. No, he and I both agree on this. Huh. So when when the first lockdown he's living happened, living in his grandma's house for the last fucking six years. Now he's got a waterfront apartment with a beautiful girlfriend. It's like a day. He's been a clown. It is the year of the kid. I yeah. think. I think. I think what he was referring to was this. So we had a lockdown in April May. Um, also, your guys is it was. Been way I think worse he's more ours. so referring to the lockdown. So yeah. the third lockdown for me was the worst one because the first lockdown we were all zooming, we were all FaceTiming, we were like it was we were connected because it was so fucked up. But now no one wants to do that shit anymore. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, it's done. No, that'd be an insane thing to do, right? Like yeah. no one's playing. Um, uh. Was Jack, Jackbox? Yeah, Jackbox games. Yeah. me and my friends did it. Like we, like every Friday night, we'd have like a happy hour, where it's just like a like just a Zoom, and you just like you can do whatever you want. You can hang out and talk, but it's like you just have it on, and you can talk to people and hang out. I just play video games and yeah, get shit faced. But it was always so weird at the end of the night when you like you shut off the laptop and then you're just hammered alone in your room, right? Just sitting with the dog, and the dog's looking at you. It's like, weird. Right, let's get out of here. It's sad. Yeah. Um. What? Uh, do you get depressed? Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, yeah. Ah. Not not a lot, mind you, but like I go through. A, I'll have like it's probably like on a two or three year span where I'll get fucked up for a bit. Oh, two or, yeah. two or three times a year. No, At, like over the course of, like two or three years, oh. I'll have like a gotcha. good like six months of this fucking sucks. Really? Yeah. See, that's something that I wasn't sure about with you. I think that happens to a lot of people, though. Everybody goes through bad periods. I'm, like, overall a pretty happy-go-lucky guy. And, like, most yes. of my problems are just uh, hungry or tired or money, which is everybody. But That's uh, yeah, a great way to assess problems. Yeah, like, I, yeah, am I broke, hungry, or tired? Yeah, well, I'm broke. I can't fix that. <laughs> Not the way I spend money. But then, yeah, usually if I, just, if I eat and have a nap and I'm still fucked up, I'm like, all right, this might take further introspection. But, yeah, right. I, I go through bad phases every once in a while. Right. It th- I found it was easier in Halifax to get more bummed because, like, it was it was easier to hole up kind of thing. Mm. Um, and also, like, the drinking cultures here are so crazy that you can kind of you can just kind of self medicate. I don't like drinking by myself. I don't. Uh, yeah, you don't have to. You can just go to a bar. There's bars in every corner of the streets, and but we, our me, job is in bars. I've never fi- found booze to be good for self medicating. I've always used other things. 
Fair. Yeah. I've just started smoking more weed. Oh, I, nice. I don't know if you heard about this stuff. It's great. <laughs> I love it. Huh. That's funny. What kind? St- sativa or? Uh, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter? One. I don't get, like, neither one of them fuck me up too, too much. But, oh, that's good. Yeah. It's that a- easily, that'll cut 12 beer out of my week, right? A couple of joints. Pretty quick. Less calories, that's for sure. Unless oh you get God. the munchies. Yeah, that usually happens too, but. I get so hungry when I'm high. I just want to eat everything. Yeah. It's it's insane. Me and two of my buddies at PEI were going to do an eating contest in our place. An eating contest? I've done a couple of eating contests in my life, and I'll do a couple more. But it's like two, two, three people have to eat two massive pizzas. And we're just like, all we're going to do is we're going to skip supper, and then we're going to get real stoned, and we're going to fuck this up. It's a perfect plan. Oh, my God. All right. How'd that go? Went great. Wait. Okay. Assumptions are done. Assumptions are done. Oh, Rant. Rant. Well, we're going to do the rant segment now. So um, I told you to come with a rant. This can be silly or serious. I mean, if you want to go really serious with it, you can. If you had to guess, what do you think I would do? It's probably going to be silly. Yeah, I'm not a serious person. What's your rant? I need to rant. My rant is I truly believe from the bottom of my heart, everyone should... Go right now on Amazon Prime and watch all of Va- Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It is the <laughs> greatest show I think I have ever watched. I can't remember a time I've loved a show more in my entire fucking life. I randomly see. Well, you want the bell? Ring the fucking bell. This is a perfect fucking show. Seven seasons of fucking gold. Perfect characters. Excellent storyline. Strong female lead. You yes. never know which way it's going to go. Giles is a fucking smoke spot. Xander. Z- oh, love Xander. Love early Xander. Love late Xander. The character development of Spike alone <laughs> oh. is incredible. Angel can suck a dick. I got no oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. time for him. Fuck him. But oh my God, go watch Fuck Squid Game. Go watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You can thank me later. Holy fuck. Oh, it's I, so good. I blew by. I never thought, like, I don't know. I thought it was like, I grew up and I was just an idiot. Like, oh, Did you not watch it at all? No, up? never. I, I, I never seen it in my entire life. And then Claire had it on. She wanted like, we're, uh, we were watching Ted Lasso. And then she wanted, like, oh. she wanted to show she could watch by herself. Like when I wasn't around. And then I watched like two episodes. I'm like, you don't watch this without me anymore. Like this is our show now. So now I'm watching, I'm catching up. I'm watching one seasons uh, uh, one and two right now at the same time. But also finishing up season seven to kind of complete it all. Like almost like a Star Wars trilogy, essentially. OTP. Binging it all. It's fucking o- dope. O- OTP, Buffy and Spike. One true pair. Buffy and Spike. Yeah. It's meant to be, of course. V- yeah, I think I need to rewatch it. I fucking loved it when it's it was on. And so TikTok good. is kind of bringing it back. There, there's a lot oh, of TikToks I'm, about Buffy. I'm not on Buffy talk. I'm on Ted Lasso talk hard, though. Ted Lasso is a show I have not watched yet. You I should. Need, it's great. It. Okay. It's really good. good Everybody's ranting about it, but it's great. It's super good. It, like... It's very positive, which yeah. is nice. I my, my initial thing was like, I don't watch soccer. I don't want to watch it. But Matt Wright was like, watch it. There's no soccer. And legitimately, there is zero soccer. Oh, good. That makes me happy. It has I, not, yeah, like, it's almost hilarious how little soccer there is. There's barely a soccer ball in it. Like, But it's great. It's like <laughs> it's super positive, And it like it deals with like mental health for, like, oh, with a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. great. I love it. It's a great show. Well, it's how, do I, how do I it watch no Ted Lasso? How do I watch it? You got, you got an iPhone? <laughs> Yeah? Yeah. Do I have to watch it on my phone? No, you got. but then you got Apple TV. They give it to you for free if you have an iPhone. But you have to watch it on your phone. No, you don't. You, you cast it onto a TV. Can you? Yeah, it's, put it on Apple a Apple TV is free? 
You got an iPhone. Are you sure? 100%. That's how I got it. No way. You don't have to pay for it? It's free, keep, for, it's free my, for a year. My voice keeps going out. <laughs> no, yeah. It's free, I think it's free for a year if you got a phone. Um, I do love Buffy. And, oh, yeah, it's so good. I used to pretend to be a, a vampire slayer and set up obstacle courses in my backyard. It's good to train. train, and I would make uh, stakes out of sticks That's in the woods. That's a little scary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The stakes part is like probably right where the line is, although they're easy to I make. literally used to want to be a vampire slayer. And then I thought my neighbors were vampires because they always have the lights on in their house late at night. So I was like, what are they doing? Yeah, probably growing A to B to C. They're vampires. <laughs> yeah, they're vampires. But then, they have you ever seen the movie The Burbs yeah. with Tom Hanks? That's kind of mm-hmm. where I got it too because their neighbors were vampires. So I combined Wait, worlds. Were they? Yeah. I knew they were up to something. I don't remember them being vampires. (laughs) They were vampires. Okay. Fuck. Yeah. I I need to rewatch The Burbs. That was a good fucking movie. Just watched uh, Turner and Hooch again. Ooh, baby. Been been lucky. Been doing a couple road gigs. Staying in hotels. Watching a lot of cable TV. Ever watch Hudson and Rex? No. It's trash, but I love it. (laughs) For whatever reason. Turner and Hutch. Turner and Hooch? No, these are two different things. <laughs> okay. Oh, you think I have an aneurysm? There's Turner and Hooch. Yes. Which is Tom Hanks. Yeah. And and the and, doggy. Yeah, and he's an, that's that's a French Mastiff. And then Hudson and Rex is um, a 30 minute uh, crime drama filmed in St. John's, Newfoundland, <laughs> and that's with fuck? Uh, John Reardon and a German Shepherd named Rex. And it's hilarious. I love it so much. It's so bad, but it's so good. I feel like you and Norm could have either a show together that's or, what it is. or a movie together. The reason I love Hudson and Rex is that uh, FX, which is like on every shitty hotel cable network, from they play it from 10 to 12 every Saturday morning, and that's exactly when I'm up and hungover. And I'm away from my dog. So I just sit in bed hungover and miss my dog and watch this terrible Aww. show. It's great. Norm. Sweet baby. Normer. Norm. I love him. I've never met him. But I love him from afar. He's a he's a curmudgeon of a man. Curmudgeon? Mm. Um, now we're going to get into... This is different from the rant. And I know that they're like very similar segments. But unpopular opinion is more like... A lot of people would disagree with you on what your unpopular opinion is. Do you have one? I do. Don't hate me for this, but it's time for an unpopular opinion. I don't know. I don't know how it fits really good, but this is <laughs> my unpopular opinion. I don't like to do or watch things that I know I'll like. Because I find it's not as fun if you know you're going to like something. I'd rather be surprised of liking something. You know what I mean? Like, if there's if there's wow. like a show or a movie that's like, oh, man, this is made for me. I got zero fucking time for it. You know? Because it's not a challenge. It's not a challenge It's not winning you over. Exactly. That's why, that's why I love horror movies. Because so many horror movies are bad. But when you find a good one, it's fucking magic. I think I do kind of agree with that. It's great. But it, like, it even extends to like people like... <laughs> There's a comic on PEA named Brad Durant. Yes. He's a great guy. Yeah. And everything I heard about him, I was like, oh, we're going to get along right away. So I was like, I wasn't in a rush to meet him at all. Like I didn't, like I didn't even like go out of my way to meet him. 
Yeah. The second I met him, we're best friends. I love him so much. He's the best. It's the, like, but it's one of those things like, I knew I was going to love him. He's great. I feel the same way about Lynn Woods. Yeah. It's one of those people you like, you just see them around. You're like, we're going to be friends. Don't yeah. Even, don't, don't, don't stress that you about know it. It'll happen. Like. We're going to be friends. Yeah. 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 But Lynn's the, great, the best is like unexpected friendships where you're like, I didn't really like you right exactly. away. And now we're friends. Yeah. I don't know if there's been anyone like that. I didn't like Travis when I first met him. He's the thing is with Travis is Still he's, don't in a lot of ways is he's quiet and people take that to be off putting. I think when he first came to Halifax, I had just started stand up and I was like just getting to be friends with Vaughn and everybody. And then Travis came back and he was instantly friends with everybody. And he like he was this guy who like went to school for comedy and stuff like this and was already good. And I was like, well, who the fuck is this guy coming back? Because I was still like puppy dicking it around. And <laughs> puppy he, dicking it. Hang on. <laughs> puppy dicking is when you're there's like an insecure person and you got a real puppy dick. You know, it's the exact opposite of big dick energy. You got puppy dick energy. <laughs> the dick of a puppy. Wow. Uh, yeah. And then but then the kid came back and, and but then he was also simultaneously depressed because he was back in Halifax, which turned out would be the greatest thing that's ever happened to him. <laughs> But yeah, but then there was one of those fun things where I'm like, if you don't like somebody right away and then you get to know them, you're like, oh shit, no, yeah, no, we're best friends. It's great. I love that. I feel like Travis and I's friendship really took off after Vaughn died. Oh yeah. <laughs> A little uh, conjoined sorrow. Yeah. Great. Well, best thing that's ever nothing, happened to us. Nothing that a three hour podcast can't, can't find. Exactly. We fine. But I do think people think... I think he is quiet around people he fir- when you first meet him. Yeah. He's quiet. Not anymore. He won't shut up. Not really? I don't... I, don't, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you're just, you're in the in crowd, so he talks a lot around you, probably. No, You guys like, are best I'm, buds. Yeah. I'm the only comic that's better than him. He understands this. He, he understands this. Are you, though? He understands this. Are you better than him? In a deep way. I don't way. like... No. Since starting comedy... <laughs> I don't like talking about who's funnier anymore. Well, it doesn't matter. It's it's, it's so apparently clear that you don't even have to talk. Because like, there's just, different kinds of funny. There's different types of crowds or different type of funny, but like there's no like debating it. You just like see it and you're like, well, that person did better than this person. Or if like it's it's whoever it is for that person, you know? Like you could go and stand up comedy competition, right? And the judges could pick, and then every person in the audience thinks one person was better than the other. There's no it's right so or wrong. It's so subjective. Yeah, it's insane. It's yeah. It's a hack premise, but it's always so crazy that people just go to comedy and don't research who they're going to see. Yeah, no, that's it's true. such a blind spot in like the culture of it that are like people are just like, oh, I like this comedy. It's like, no, everybody's names are printed on the poster for a fucking reason. Like, and it's Ooh. shitty with a, like a lot of local stuff that you can't like search them out. Right. Uh, just like, I wish I had like more videos and stuff like that. So a lot of people don't like that names go on posters for open mics. Oh, why? And I who think. Cares? I think put the names on 100%. because we're all narcissists who like seeing our names on posters. And you're more likely to share it. Exactly. That's, that's kind of my marketing thinking. marketing for mics, yeah. That's my thinking of it. What the fuck would you want names on the posters? Because a lot of people think they're open micers, they're new. They shouldn't be like, come on and see me, the star. This, You know what I mean? Like this person who's done it. Oh, a couple times. You know what I mean? Like That's fair. That's a fair point, but I didn't, I, I'm on the other side of it. I didn't tell anybody I was doing stand-up for like the first six months because I didn't want my friends coming and then her making it irrespective in the crowd or anything like that, or then or even worse them not coming at some point. You know what I mean? Right. So I just kept it quiet. I wouldn't have shared anything like that. 
But are people, yeah, I know. That's how you're going to get people to mic if you don't have like stupid comics who like right. invite all their stupid friends. Right. Like, yeah. get, bring your dumb friends. I don't want to bring my dumb friends though. Cause yeah. I, I don't like doing, I don't, yeah, I don't like doing stuff in front of people I know. Yeah. That's fair. But that's also like the problem with like having a scene so small as Halifax is like, we're going to need some buds here half soon. But like you, I, I'm sure you've seen at this point at Gus's where like somebody comes for the first time and burns to do the whole stand, table. And they bring like, yeah, they bring a whole table. They're like I've seen them like fill the fucking place, and they go up and they do good because they're in front of their friends. And then, but everybody else does good because there's a big audience there expecting comedy. And they're like, "Get me up, get me here next week. I'll do it again." And you sign them back up, and they come back, and their friends don't come this time, and they eat shit, and you never see them again. You're secretly like, love those moments. It's the fucking best. It's the closest I can come. Like literally, come in my pants. Me I'm too. Like, Isn't though. this hard? It's yes. hard. You're an idiot. Look how bad this is. Yeah. I've seen it a couple times, and I just go, I think we all need some humble pie every now and then. Uh, uh, I'll never forget the time the guy quit, like, midway through. What? He did that. He brought a bunch of friends. He brought, like, 20 friends to Gus's one time, and he did a bunch of jokes that were inside jokes or whatever, and his friends were super supportive. He leveled the place. Comes back next week, he goes up, and he like he's up there for, like, three or four minutes, not a single laugh, like, and he starts shaking, and then he just kind of, he had the mic out, and then he just puts the mics back, and he just goes... Fuck it. And he just walks down the stage, out the door, gone. Never seen him again. Like, right out. It was like, he's just dead quiet for a second. And then everybody just fucking lost it. Like, because it was just that shared feeling of like, yeah, no, this is hard. Like, you're not going to, like, clearly you can't make it. You're done. That's cool. The thick skin has to be developed. I actually have, I asked Jordan this. I asked Justin Shaw this question. The big three. The big three. (laughs) Justin Shaw. Jordan Foisey, DJ Square. Dan Hendrickson. Two Islanders um, and a guy from Sault Ste. Marie. Have you ever had a show that legitimately was so bad that you were like, I don't think I can do this. I think I might quit. Because we've, we've all, there's always been bombs, but have you had one that was like, I think I might be done with this art? I don't think so. No, no not, comes to oh. mind. I've had a bunch of shows that were like, this is going to be bad. <laughs> and it is Emotionally. bad. Yeah, like even like two, three months ago, like uh, a bar asked me to do um a set i'm like this isn't like and i, I kind of explained like this isn't this isn't gonna work good and they're like Why? Well, we'd love to have you oh because there was like a busy restaurant uh, it was super loud they're serving restaurant there was no comedy before yeah i was playing guitar and was like you can come up and do a 30 minute set i'm like i don't think this is gonna go well i will do it because i need the money but i do not think this is gonna go well and i just went up and i just talked to literally no one for 30 minutes just like i like did you do jokes i didn't oh yeah i just did some jokes and i did some crowd work and stuff to like the two or three tables that were listening but like the restaurant was so loud it was it was nobody's fault it was just not set up for comedy. It wasn't set up for comedy. And that's like, that's fine. If it's anybody's fault, it's mine for agreeing to it. I should have just said no. But I was like, mm, I'm going to take that 300 bucks. <laughs> but like, I don't know if it's like, it would have had to be pretty early on if I'm like, this is bad. I might never do it again. I feel like that. I think those first couple of years are like, if someone's going to quit, they're probably going to quit in the first couple. Yeah. Because I've definitely had like a lot of like, is like, and there was another corporate gig that I did one time. I think it was with the kid and Andrew, where it was a bunch of construction workers. Oh. <laughs> and they had like they had uh, an open bar and they just they just didn't care they just didn't want to hear about it it was like one lady who worked in the office was like comedy would be great they'd love it and they just didn't give a shit so we just all talked for 20-30 minutes in a loud room with a microphone nobody gave a fuck and we're like and then we just got out of there and, it's one of those and get like, paid yeah yeah but I don't I've never done a, a show where I'm like I'm not doing this anymore if anything it would be fucking like going to Gus's and there'd be nobody there if like I cancelled plans like I remember a couple times I cancelled plans with friends or didn't hang out with somebody and then went to Gus's and then nobody showed and then we didn't do a show and then everybody just kind of wandered off and was like well, what the fuck am I doing with my life kind of thing yeah I've had more of those moments than a show where like oh this show is rough right no. interesting 
Oh my god, those open mics. It's always funny, I guess, is because no one. It looks like no one's coming. Yeah. But I always tell Martin, eight fifteen, buddy. Just wait till eight oh, fifteen, yeah. and first, in some magical way. Four or five people always stumble in. They come down. in, and we gotta show people. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> I love like I've never been that person. I would like I've been for music. I definitely have where I'm like I didn't realize there was music. Let's get the fuck out of here. Like I want to talk. And you're, yes. like, you're sitting down at a bar and you're having a good conversation. Then buddy goes up with a guitar and you're like, let's get the I fuck out of here. I hate that. But I mean, it's got to be so much worse with stand up. It does it's for be sure because you can almost block out the music or you know, somebody might like, might enjoy it. But like comedy, you're like, well, we 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 can't talk. There's a social contract. We're not allowed to speak to each other. Yep. And a lot of people ignore that anyway. Yeah. But, some people take out a YouTube video and play it full blast on their phone in the crowd. That's what happened at this drive this past Thursday. I just, at where? just a guy just took out his phone and was just like showing his friend a YouTube video full volume, no headphones. Yeah. At District 5 just like in the front row. That's almost beautiful in a way though, like to be like To be so unaware. Yeah. I of like the social contract con like contract of Yeah. I don't, being like, I wonder what that life. is. Like if you're just like you don't give a fuck, if you're like you're just trying to screw around or like you just want to like ruin the show or whatever. Like I'm just going to do this and like all right, man. Like you can't like go to jail for it, but yeah. <laughs> that's like a yeah. fucking uh, at work. We had this lady come in who deals with the parking with my work, like whether or not you're allowed to be parked there or whatever. Yeah, that's like her job. And she just came in and started talking about her. Her and her husband have like a like they do music on stream, like kind of like Scott and Lauren, like they they stream their their music and yeah. she's like plugging her facebook and here's how you can what's like... lauren doing with her life i know you're saying <laughs> like this. i've always wondered that <laughs> lauren is an angel lauren seems like such a sweet beautiful she's lady an... and like what angel. is she doing with her life she's an angel sent from the heavens she loves scott yeah <laughs> you're like i'm questioning this it's a real it's a real buffy she and left... spike scenario except if buffy and spike got together in season three if you know what i mean she left right? uh, <laughs> a rich doctor for scott wow all right maybe she's got money and she's fine how's scott ah, never mind <laughs> scott is awesome I yeah love scott. I remember, the first time i met lauren i'm like what are you doing yeah a lot of people wait with you they are... and i like scott <laughs> <laughs> So where does the what it, what are you doing coming from? I don't know. Is it's it just, just the odd pairing? Like you just wouldn't expect? No, they're like a great. Her? They're a great pair. It's just like what are you doing with this guy? He's such a. Have you seen him do stand up? He's so mean. Have you heard of, Have you heard his opinions? He's so he's so mean and wrong all the time. I sometimes it's funny with Scott. Uh, we talk quite a bit. Yeah, and. He'll just start going off on a subject, and I just go, I'm not doing this right now. That's just literally what I say to him. I just go, Scott, yeah. we're not doing this right now. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna argue with you over Facebook Messenger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Love him, though. He's one of my best friends. Oh, he's, he's a great fella. It's just those rants. You don't know when those rants are coming. You're like, oh, God, this is gonna be a lot of opinion at once. Yeah. I really want to do a uh, bonus series with Scott where we just pick certain, like, he, he doesn't think like he has a lot of hot takes about dating and like my approach to dating and what, he's good at and it. what I'm doing wrong and how I got to go for, I got to go for guys who look like douchebags cause they'll surprise me versus that's my theory though. Is it? You can't go for guys that you know, you're going to like. No, that's, that's what oh, I said. For fuck's sakes. No, I don't think that's actually true. I think you should go <laughs> with who you, you think you'd like. That's a crazy thing to do. It's, it's he just has all these like really weird hot takes like he oh we got into an argument about um 
I don't. I I like to be open online on Tinder and shit about how I want a relationship. And he doesn't think that's a good approach because it's going to scare off a lot of dudes. That, I don't know, maybe. But also, I think you'd be better to be direct if you want a specific That's thing. my thought. Yeah, no, I'm on your side on that one. If, I, if I'm not, if I'd rather not have you go on a date with me thinking that you're going to hook up when it's just not going to happen. I'm just not going to do hookups. That's me going, don't waste your time with me. Find another girl to fuck. Yeah, no. Th- yeah. What, That's what's... me making it more efficient for you. Yeah, everybody has to waste less of their time. But he seems to think that, oh, well, then a guy, if a guy knows you want a relationship, he'll act differently because he knows what you want. And I just go, so what? That's such a weird thing, but you're just going to, like, I don't know. I'm no expert. But you just meet people, and then you figure out if you have chemistry right away. And if you get along, then that's it. Like, what are you talking about? There's no, like, Tinder dating so weird because, like, such an odd you don't really get to see who the person is for quite a while no you don't i think like like yeah you really got to meet somebody through friends or naturally i i, I legitimately think it sucks but and, and i don't know i like, and that's hard to come by these I, was, I did like tinder and bumble for a while and i met a lot of great people and a lot of lovely people but like nothing that really shook out for any amount of time everything that was any decent was like through friends or naturally or in the wild i uh, know there's there's some tinder success stories travis and lauren were tinder or bumble one of those. Bumble. Get were it they, right. Were they I don't, <laughs> I don't have Bumble's the only one I don't have. I hate it. Coward. I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna be a pussy little bitch. Hi, hello, how are you? Yeah, that was always my favorite part about Bumble's like the girl gets to pick first and you just get to watch girls have the worst opening lines and you're like, All right, cool. It's a level playing field. We're all dog shit here. We're all terrible at it. Because yeah. we're like, we don't like it when a guy messages us, hey. Uh, and, and then we're sending so many haze. Yeah. And there's not like speaking of puppy dickin', there's nothing worse in this puppy entire dickin'. world than when you give them an extra twenty-four hours. That is the worst. Like I had a, like I had a couple real puppy dicks where like it was like a really pretty girl or something like that, and I was like, "Come on!" And then doing it, and then like you wait for like there's like an hour or two left, and you're like, I'm, "You're probably busy." And then like, <laughs> so you should probably just run at the clock. I can't wait to see this guy's face gone. I fucked up. My friend was swiping for me, and then you're like, "Shit, he's around for another 24 hours." Fuck, man. I just yeah, I don't. Uh... I, it's it's. You're lucky you found someone and you don't yeah. have to go about the world only showing half your face trying to find someone to. <laughs> oh, yeah. It must have been ter- absolutely dog shit. I got incredibly lucky. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. You shocked up during the pandemic. Yeah. Nailed it. Like, that's. That's. You, you probably really. Because, like, it's kind of like supercharged fast. Like, it's like if you meet in a reality show, almost. Like, couples who meet on Big Brother. Yeah. Really, like it seems like they've been together forever when it's only been that a is a one fucked up thing. Like, like it, it would have been like, I mean, it doesn't matter, but it would have been interesting. Like, even like Claire's original plan, like she had an apartment in Moncton. I was gonna live in PEI. Right. They were gonna make an effort to see each other on weekends yeah. and stuff like that. But then when the bridge closed, it was either like get in, get out. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you like? Do you want to see each other? Or do you want to not see each other? Because like our original plan was like the bridge is gonna close. I'm like, I'm sure it'll be open. It's gonna close. November 10th, I think it was. I'm like, it'll be open before Christmas, but why don't you just like pack a bag? Come you can hang- swim over. Yeah, it's like just come hang-, hang out in PEI and we'll have you back there around yeah. Christmas or whatever, or a little after that. Cut to it was six months and Claire had to live out of like a fucking backpack in PEI. That's so romantic though. 
Was it? I mean, it, it was, That's but it was also so romantic. Claire had to live out of a fucking backpack for six months <laughs> in a scenario she didn't sign up for. Like she had like her own apartment in Moncton. That does suck. And then she's now she's living with me and my two my two other roommates and a dog. Out of you a backpack. I, mean? I could never I'm not that low maintenance. She's like just such a great low maintenance gal. Yeah. She could do something like that. I could never do that. I would be bringing like two suitcases if that was me. Yeah, well, if, like the plan was only like a week or two and then and then, two. I mean, it turned into a year and we got all our so stuff eventually. so cute, though. It's very cute. But it's like, what? so how stoked were you when you got the message? I'm coming over! <laughs> oh, it was, I'm on it my was, way! It was awesome. Because, yeah, because, like, they were, the room was about the bridge closed and we were kind of talking about it. And then, like, it happened and I was laying on the couch and it's like, the bridge is closed. And I was like, all right, cool. I just got up and drove to Moncton and drove back. That's so cute. Yeah, it was very cute. You're well, very happy right now, right? Oh, yeah. Delighted. You're Best stoked. I've ever been. Yeah. You're stoked. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. It's the year of Dan. Yeah. The year of Dan and Travis. Well, Separately, but together. No, it's the year of Dan now. <laughs> here's here's my worry, right? I'm a silly comedian, right? You're goofy. I'm silly goofy. Very funny. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm silly funny, so the happier I am, the more sillier and goofy I get to be. Um. Travis is an angry ranter. But his life has never been better. But he's still so funny. He's writing about other things. What is he writing about? All kinds of things. I actually haven't seen him in a bit. Oh, we did a show since, him, since the album. We did a in. show in PEI, and maybe the first one of the first walkouts I've seen in a long, long time was during Travis's set, and it was yeah. so uncalled for. It was after an Eric Clapton joke about like. In like kind oh, of no. kind of reference the baby oh, and uh, this couple walked out and it was fucking hysterical. <laughs> it was so weird. Oh, I loved it. What what time is it? It is just about six, so we can wrap. All right. Cause how do you wrap? I'm trying to keep these tight. I'm trying to keep them under two hours now. Yeah. Uh, just because it's probably for the best. Well, I looked at my consumption rate and it's like I'm fifty sixty percent consumption rate. So they don't have. Oh, to, you get to tell how much. You can kind of tell where people teeter out. All right. Which for me, if I, if I do a two-hour episode, like an hour and a half is good. It's like a movie. Yeah. I find that's a podcast sweet spot. Yeah, me personally, I like podcasts just under two hours. I think two hours. Yeah. Because then you can turn it on and like, and it's good. And then, but it also takes a little bit of your day. If it's anything less than an hour, I'm like, why even bother getting started? If but it's so many people already. don't think that. Thank you, Dan, for saying that. I listen to podcasts all the time, though. I listen to like probably two, three podcasts a day. And but that's I the want, kind like, of fan that I'm want, going for. I want 90 minutes. I don't want to have 20-minute conversations. I don't think you can get much out of someone in 20 minutes. No, you can't. It'd be so weird. And you can tell through this podcast because they fucking suck. Right? Yeah. Even like like Michael Bilgill has got a podcast mm. that's good, but he edited it so so down so much that you miss so many parts. It's like, man, just let it fucking ride. He's got like a forty five minute show. I was like, if this was an hour twenty, it'd be so much better. It's not uh not my thing. Not my thing at all. Really? I like a long podcast. I think of it like a cake. You you put you pick away at it. You might put the cake in the fridge and then get a slice later when it's two AM and you, you got bored. a whole cake kicking around in your fridge? Whole cake. That's I got a pie there. Pumpkin pie that I made made myself. Yeah. I burnt it though. That's okay. <laughs> I'm fine. I won't ask for a slice. Jesus Christ. That's so crazy. You just got my pie in the fridge. No, I, I like long form, but like for a while there, like I said, Travis and I did like a four hour episode one. Too long though. That's the thing. And then you go gets out but, of hand. But my thing is is I go, okay, did you have fun that night, Sarah? Did you have a great bonding experience with your friend? Yes. Okay, cool. Then I don't mind putting it up if it was yeah. like 
if I still had fun and it was like my social life. Yeah, totally. But at the same time, it's like with the editing and shit. Yeah. Like I got to edit this thing. And then I do think the long, like if we're talking over two hours, it does deter some people from even 100%. pressing play. So I go, I'm just going to try to keep them like hour 40, hour and a I half. I think it's smart. Yeah. That's my goal going forward. Cause I want to grow this thing and potentially get picked up by a network or something. Speaking of your podcast, which is great. I've made two attempts to start a podcast. Both have gone seriously awry. I heard you were trying to start one with Chris and it never got off the ground. Who? Chris Laugh. Oh, I think I still think we are. <laughs> what do you mean? Start one off the ground. I'm gonna wait till I move here. I'm not doing a Zoom one. Chris talking shit. Chris, you're out. Come no, on here. I think Chris is just an interesting cat and we, we do something. I still have an idea that I want to do with Chris. Fuck you, Chris. Um first one was called the Growler Hour. I remember this. Yeah. Where which you- is like to I have a growler, which is essentially four beers, and the guest has a growler, which is essentially four yeah. beers. And the first person to head on was Frank. Yeah, and it didn't go well. It no, it was good. It was a good chat. But I just I just realized like halfway through, Frank's like 150 pounds and doesn't drink that much because he was blind drunk <laughs> at the end and like slurring the entire time. This is like you you uh, your Tinder dates getting more drunk than you so back in the day. That's happened a lot. <laughs> Um, yeah. Oh, drinking, tapping out quicker than all. I've had two here. different Tinder dates vomit in front of me. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Is this a tr- and I, I did it before you came over. At least <laughs> that's not even one of them. <laughs> Three. <laughs> um, and then the other time was like me and Travis both love the ranch, so we tried to do a ranch podcast. But instead oh, of like right. talking about each episode, we watched all of them, just <laughs> let it play, and then did commentary over the top and drank Budweiser the entire time. So it was nine hours. That's and at so the funny. end, we're just both like barely like all you can hear is us breathing into the mic. <laughs> Terrible idea. It's uh, if you're incorporating booze. So like it's dangerous. I've learned this with intoxicated where I go. It's sometimes a drinking podcast now. It's not. Yeah. Not every goddamn episode. Like sometimes I'm recording at like 11 a.m. Like I can't. Oh, yeah. 100 percent. Yeah. And like I gained like 15 pounds in the first year of the show just because I was drinking so much. Oh yeah. Um, it is a lot of fun when you just have one or two drinks. Like I think that's a sweet spot. That's though, the sweet spot. One or two. But like one yeah, two. I've done a, we've done a couple before. Like I remember one time we did me and Travis did a gig out in Muscadabit Harbor, then came down here at like 11 or 11:30 and did a podcast. I it was remember like two that. Or three. That was and you and Travis. Like, yeah, and we we're both like blind drunk at the end of that. I'm like, I don't know what that was like. I'd like to kind of bring back the drinking event. I think if you do like special ones every once in a while, really, this is a in. I I was thinking it would be fun to do monthly comedy roundtables where yeah. I call it the back of the room and I yeah. invite like three or four comics over and we just sit around the living room with mics and talk about comedy like shows we did that week or like. Yeah. Kind of more stand up y because I know people like the stand up stuff. I like to talk to everybody. I like to talk to musicians and. A variety of people. Yeah, uh, comedy, comedians are kind of my my favorite, though. Yeah, I'm being right. honest. But uh, you are because I'm one of them. Yeah, now. but you're also diversifying a lot, which is great. Yeah, like you got like a bunch of different podcasters of people, and the trick is getting those people that listen to all episodes and not just certain ones. Oh, that's yeah, kind of my it. challenge currently, yeah. where I'm going. What can I do to like get people listening every week? Yeah, you know? that's a specific so, type of person, though. Specific type of person. Yeah. Not necessarily comic, because comics don't listen to the non-comic episodes. Yeah, I'm definitely guilty of that. And that's fair. Yeah. And But that's, again, th- these are just realizations I've had over yeah. four years of doing this fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, but if you're not going to change it up, like, it's never going to grow. And that's my thing right now, where I'm like, no, totally. I want this to, gr- I put so much time into this. Yeah. I want this shit to grow. I don't want to stop doing it. I just want to make some changes to see if, like, 
I just, I, I want to get picked up by, I want someone to pay me to do it or like I pay can see for that. promotion. I've had a couple talks with Jeremy Saunders and like, yeah, podcast sounds like a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I wouldn't teach yogi either too, dude. All right. My, here we go. <laughs> my thing is, is like, if you think about doing it, just fucking do it and commit to it. Oh yeah. So many people just have ideas and don't ever do it. Just do it. Sagral yeah. Studios is here if you want to use it as Apparently, well. Apparently, if you have an idea, Chris Aleph will fucking drop you. Then fucking come come over here with Chris. I did this with uh, Matt and Albert. I had them come here and because they wanted yeah. to do something, and I had them. I made them come over and record two episodes. I edited it for them. Yeah. Put it together for them. So Sagral Studios is here, comics, if you want to use it. Well, fuck, I'll take you up on it. I only got a And I'm reporter. mostly saying that because I just want people to hang out with. <laughs> That's why it's called Sagral Studios. <laughs> Where's other Sarah? Other Sarah? Yeah. What do you mean? Who's your producer? Oh, she's not here tonight. No. She has a life. I, I don't. I guess I wasn't looking forward to meeting that person. <laughs> it's fine by me. Are we done here? We're done here, Dan. Okay. Thank you so much for doing this, Thank buddy. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, I adore you. If I know uh, 46% of you are already gone by consumption rate, but if you could please... Check out my album. Oh my Last God. Call. That'd be very sweet of you. It's on everything. Just you don't have to pay for it. It drops just, today. It drops today. You can just check it out. You don't you don't have you can buy it, but you don't don't feel pressure to. It's mostly a series XM radio play thing that I'm looking for. Just check it out. That'd be Puts nice. Put the cover art right in the middle, Sarah. Whatever the cover image. Do you know what your cover image is yet? I do. Yeah. It's it's uh, a great where is it in this between way. us? There we go. Oh my god! Looks hey, look, like our at, arms. look at this great piece of artwork <laughs> that my friend Sophie Morin did for me. There Isn't you it go. beautiful? Check it out. Ooh, it's so pretty. Oh my gosh! Well, you're extremely talented and funny. Thank you. And I'm so excited for you to Very be here. Awesome. Finally, moved here. Coming back, baby. And go see Dan, and you gotta check out a show with Dan whenever you have the chance. Oh shit! It's a lot of fun. Do you have any shows to plug? Yes. After November fifth. After November fifth. Um, this is incredibly good timing. Me, uh, Claire Belford. And uh, Luba Magnus, a hilarious comic oh, from oh yeah yeah from uh, on Ontario or yep. sh- based out of Ontario, I believe. Uh, we're all gonna do Good Robot on uh, November twelfth and thirteenth. That's so you can amazing. Come check it out. It's gonna be a really good show. Come check out that show, please. Please, this go is see a that. clip. You could post, share it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. And you, man. you could win two free tickets to the Good Robot show. <laughs> All you got to do is like and subscribe and uh, review Intoxicated Podcast. Oh, my God. Please and we'll do. pick the best five-star review, and you get two free tickets to The Good Robot Show with me, oh. Dan Hendrickson, Lou Magnus, and Claire Belford. That's a good idea. And if you leave me a one-star review and if you make it funny, I'll, you put, get banned. It, I'll put it on a T-shirt. Don't know. That's what Canadian Politics is Boring did. They had a review that just said just bad and dumb with one star and they made it a they made it a t shirt. But you don't want to encourage one star reviews. (laughs) It's funny though, isn't it? It is funny. It's great. It's an awesome idea. I okay, so right before we close. Uh, <laughs> We've been closing uh, for thirty minutes. Andrew Vaughn said that the one, who's that? Did you did Andrew ever tell you what the one one star review boys club had? No, that was like the show. Oh my god, what was it? it was like, this show is is uh, full of racist garbage. Can't say that I mind though. <laughs> it was like one star. <laughs> wow. And one of mine is just not my fave, but it's okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Great. I'm all about putting one-star reviews on t-shirts. I think it's a great idea. Okay, ring the bell. You're done. I love that this is like jury duty for comedians. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Intoxicated Podcast. 
If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure you subscribe on whatever podcast app you use and leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast and check out our video episodes on the Intoxicated YouTube channel. Until next week, feel hard and talk hard. Intoxicated Podcast is hosted and produced by Sarah McClellan, co-produced by Sarah Nicole, edited by Brendan Mulchen, and brought to you by the messiness of life. 